0: All right, um, so I kind of messed that up. I thought the audio was going in the first minute, and it wasn't. So then I started the song late, and we—I had a second song chosen, but um, we're not going to hear it today.
1: Yeah, I was—I was watching the, the timer. I was like, oh, "It's
0: pretty close." <laughs> <laughs> um, also, you might notice I'm not wearing headphones today. Oh um, yeah, my headphones the other day just randomly broke look at this
1: oh my god
0: and I, like i didn't sit on what? them or anything i i was wearing them like a normal human i put them down and then i i don't remember if i got a drink or what i did i went to do something and i came back and picked them up and it just went and i was like no! and it sucks they're pretty ex- they're pretty expensive headphones oh and man a couple hundred dollars i think and oh what wow yeah, they're pretty good, but uh, I don't have any. So I'm playing through my speakers today. So hopefully there's no echo or feedback. Yeah. If there is, hopefully someone will tell me at some point. And then I could either lower the volume or f- find some other headphones to use. But um, yeah, welcome. This is Cold Ones with Leather Duchess. Number seven. This is week number seven. Wow. Yeah.
1: Huh.
0: Jeez. Mm. Good
1: thing we haven't ran out of topics. Yeah, after the first two weeks,
0: <laughs> or I think first three weeks. After that, we kind of just improvised. But yeah, um, so Mark, what are we drinking today? I can't. Can I say who picked this?
1: <laughs> yes. Can I just throw you under the bus here?
0: Yeah. Why? Why? Well, I think it was, <laughs> I think it was kind of your idea.
1: As a joke.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> Oh so,
1: yeah. So so Jake okay so we were trying to think of like what would be a special thing. So you see uh, you're going to see we're already wrong there. we were trying to think of a special beer like for the week or whatever. And I made the joke about Steel Reserve. And if anybody <laughs> knows what Steel Reserve is, uh the places you will find Steel Reserve <laughs> will be like the homeless person sitting outside the liquor store at seven in the morning. With, that's a well. So,
0: we're we're on. Well, you're on your way there, I think. So what? You're what? on your way there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> with your situation going on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So we got so. some tall steel reserve. Now, and what was, was the th- price tag on this? Baby. Mine was two. A twenty five a can? Mine was two dollars. I don't know about yours.
1: <laughs> and mine is like a dollar fifty, dollar something like that. You know, only the good stuff <laughs> for cold ones with leather that's just
0: extra this malted is... barley and select hops for extra gravity.
1: Oh God. Except 8.1. point one point.
0: So I don't Eight. think of I, I don't think I've ever had this before. I know you, you and Tyler have talked about it before. I think Tyler has had it before. I might have had a sip, but I never had a full one. So this will be yeah. fun. Yeah. Now, I was I'm I was wondering, sure I was talking to right. you about this before we started. Um, cuz it says 8.1% alcohol <laughs> yeah. volume or alcohol per volume, whatever you say that, but um which is still a lot, but I wasn't sure if that yeah. the whole can or per serving, because over here, I've got a tall boy Miller Lite, which this one is what did I say four point two, so it's half, half the steel reserve. But this one says per serving is four point two, so it's four point two twice, whatever that would is be. Tech, um, isn't it like
1: just how strong the beer is? Like,
0: yeah, but if it's, but you have to think about if it's. This much drink compared to this much drink, it's a lot higher alcohol level. Yeah. I mean, if if this if you had this much drink and it was eight percent alcohol, uh, that's a lot. But then if it's like this much drink and it's eight percent, then it's not as bad, you know, because <laughs> you're consuming more alcohol with. The, the... Anyway, I I wasn't sure, but either way, it's still eight eight percent, still pretty high for. My measly four percent of beer. So this will be fun. Yeah,
1: uh, this will be interesting. Oh, okay. Let's dig in. All right, can't wait. Only the best.
0: Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll hit you. <laughs> oh, that'll get you there. Yeah, that sucks. It almost (laughs) tastes like I'm drinking a can of flat whiskey. (laughs) Uh, So, um, so anyway, um, oh man, as you mentioned, we totally haven't run out of topics to talk about yet. (laughs) Of course not. And I mean, there's still some stuff I want to talk about eventually, but um, Mm -hmm. you got to find the right time. And for some stuff, I want to have other people here with Mm -hmm. us as well or do it in person but so today i have some topics but um nothing like too important it's probably going to be mostly a rambling day Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) so i actually i did something today that i don't do very often i think i've only done once in my life where is this going? It's not, it's not going anywhere. It's just a build up to nothing. I, <laughs> I had a shower beer today. <laughs> Where are you, Vegas? <laughs> well, because, okay. So here's the thing. See, <laughs> usually when we do these things, um, I call Mark about an hour before we start and we usually have a few drinks and talk about some things and and see if there's anything uh we haven't mentioned that we want to talk about today and but we're kind of we're kind of uh <laughs> competitive drinkers i guess you could call it <laughs> where we're uh we always have to make sure we're we're on the same amount of <laughs> beers when we're drinking together and Or like if he gets one, if I'm not done yet, then I'd make sure to like chug mine down and tell him to get me one, (laughs) you know, stuff like that. So, so the thing is, so usually like we, we start our Skype call at like eight o'clock, but I was running a little behind today and I did actually call you at eight o'clock and you didn't answer. Oh, did you? Yeah. I told you you like twice before. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the first time I was asleep. Yeah, you were. I know I woke you up. I'm surprised you're here, thanks for coming today, yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, I was already here, so so anyway, due to that competitiveness, <laughs> um, you didn't answer but i I didn't know you were napping yet, so I was just thinking like,'ll well, <laughs> talk already eight o'clock. Getting, like, you've probably eight, been sorry. drinking already, so I was like, well, I got I have to take a shower still, but you know what I need to keep up so i was i <laughs> i just I grabbed a couple beers and I, I brought them in the shower with me. oh my, God. <laughs> and uh <laughs> let uh, me tell you first of all. <laughs> <laughs> i i personally don't really understand the the shower beer thing like why people enjoy it i mean it was okay but uh-huh. um one thing i did enjoy though is because my shower was already hot and steamy
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then i had my unopened can and i opened it and when i opened it i think because it was so hot in there it was like smoking out of the, out <laughs> of the can and it looked really cool and super delicious And the first drink was really good. Like, it was super refreshing because that's like, you you know, like after a long day, it's like, I need a beer. So it was, it was very cinematic kind of because I was just like, oh, here we go. And it was like, and it was just like, and it was like smoking. I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be a good beer. (laughs) And it started off good. But then um, after that, I just feel like in the shower, there's like, because the can gets like really, all the condensation happens really fast and then it gets warm quicker. And then, Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I finished it, but it wasn't, it wasn't all that I, uh, all that I expect from, and that was,
1: that saying. was a steel, that was a steel reserve, right?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been drinking it all day. <laughs> this is my fourth one. <laughs> no, that was, that was my, my first Miller of the day. But, um, hmm. I, I heard a, a while back, I don't know when this started, but I guess, and I think with beer, it's a similar Uh, situation but i guess it it's something there was like this fad going around where people like to eat oranges in the shower i think specifically oranges and it's something to do with like it's supposed to be incredibly refreshing because like the steam and the heat from the water but then like when you're peeling the orange and you take a bite into it it's like cold and I don't, I, I've never tried it, but I think it was like a trend for a while. And like people were just <laughs> posting videos of themselves eating in, the oranges in the shower. And huh. so I'm thinking maybe it's supposed to have a similar effect with beer. Cause it's like cold and you know, beer's refreshing as it is when, when you really need one. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on shower beer? I mean, do you shower beer off? I remember you bought the the shower cup holder before.
1: Yeah, that's a great shampoo holder, but uh,
0: <laughs> that's I funny because I used my shampoo holder for my cup holder.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, no, like you said, I think the idea of it is probably uh, a lot better than the execution of it. It like sounds like a great idea, but I would imagine a shower it gets hot or warm very, like very easily, and I don't think anybody likes warm beer. Um, but I think that's something you have to do in the Vegas setting, you know? Oh yeah. Stuff
0: like that. for sure. I think that's probably when I tried it the first time.
1: No, no, obviously there's no judgment there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, speaking of, of not liking warm beers, there's somebody I used to know. I'm not going to mention any names, even though I'm pretty sure they don't have a Facebook and I don't know where they are and think they fell off the face of the planet. But, uh, um, I used to be in this band and <laughs> and the guitar player in the band. Like, we'd always have parties at his house. Or not even parties, but just, like... It was it was kind of like a Highland Garden situation where just, like... Mm-hmm. Anytime we did something, we just end up at his house. And sometimes just it would be just the band or sometimes it'd be, like, two or three people. Or sometimes it was just, like, a packed house. But it was always, like... Everyone just knew if you wanted to, like, hang out, like, just go to his place. And it's always open. But anyway, uh-huh. so there's always... Like there's always people there. There was always people awake because of course, you know, there's substances and stuff going around and, and all that. And, um, there's always people drinking. So Mm -hmm. no, no matter what, at a certain point, there'd just be a bunch of beer cans everywhere. So once he'd start cleaning up, he'd find a lot of them that were like half full Oh They're no! Just like somewhat full, and so after everyone left and when he was cleaning up, he just grabbed a pitcher from the from oh, the kitchen God. and just pour. And it didn't matter if it was different brands what? of beers; it didn't matter what it was. He just pour all the leftover beer in a pitcher and then just drink it.
1: Oh, that's horrible!
0: <laughs> yeah, I tried it once. It wasn't it wasn't delightful. Did you really?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, that's like I used to work at this restaurant in uh in Clinton. It was like uh, it's this place called White Dog. It's a really nice restaurant out there, and we would, for clean up, go clean up all the tables and stuff. We would do that. We'd have a big pitcher. We'd go around and take you know all the drinks and pour it all into this one container. Didn't alcohol, non-alcohol, everything. That's how. That's what I'm picturing right now. Okay, Is I've it, never,
0: I've never done that with no, like mixing alcohol with non-alcohol, mm. or like. Yeah. I mean, obviously with like hard liquor, but I've never mixed like beer with like soda and stuff.
1: But for some reason, that sounds just as gross to me.
0: <laughs> it kind of is. I mean, imagine it's up there. Imagine like a a party at your place. Uh-huh. And then afterwards, like, so I'm drinking Miller Lite. You're drinking yeah. uh-huh. Budweiser and Bud Light. Luca's drinking Heineken. And mm-hmm. Tyler might have like a Corona or something. So mm-hmm. even just those four yeah <laughs> like pouring pouring warm miller light bud light corona and heineken in in a pitcher and just like yeah it. oh
1: yeah yeah that's a whole nother level i don't know if i'm ready for that
0: yeah i mean so he was doing that by choice just because <laughs> it's like well you don't want to waste the beer but free beer that, yeah that's what people do in drinking games uh, don't they call that like a suicide drink or something oh something like that it's like, like you you, f- you fill up all the cups around the i don't know what games do it but you know certain ones like you fill up all the cups on the outside and then there's the one in the middle for the big loser where it's like they pour like four or five different beers in it and just like
1: i seen it that together. It, i seen that in uh the friday uh, was it uh, friday the 13th remake from like 2009 they like they're playing some kind of drinking beer pong type game and yeah the loser it was they had to shoot the boot and they would like whatever beer was left they all poured it into someone's shoe they they took their shoe off and they poured it all in there and had to drink out of the shoe
0: that's all did they do the uh the beer fest technique where they oh where they, they tilt it for at the, the for end the bubble
1: i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i hope so
0: oh man um so anyway <laughs> um the competitive drinking thing that i mentioned so because we that came up when um was it last weekend or i think last weekend you yeah, came yeah. over for uh yeah. we were barbecuing and stuff mm-hmm. and so we were talking we were talking about like different beers for different events or like what types of beers we like for certain events and i, I was calling everything a sport <laughs> because <laughs> oh, uh for example like, oh, yeah. like we were barbecuing and we were talking about a uh, beer on tap and beer in cans and bottles and aluminums and all that and um and I, I, I you said something that brought it up i don't remember what you said but i was like well for me barbecuing i i love glass bottles like it, barbecuing is just more of a glass yeah. bottle sport <laughs> and then i was like <laughs> obviously a bar is like a, a tap sport and then but if you're a if you're tailgating like a football game or something, that's definitely a canned beer sport. And I was calling everything a sport for, I don't know why. And then I was just like, is it, I'm calling it a sport as if it's competitive, but it's not really. But then I was like, but it actually kind of is because, cause me and you are always, like I said at the beginning, we're always challenging each other. or like trying to keep up yeah. with each other and stuff. Like so. you realize you're calling it a sport. What is that a challenge? Yeah. <laughs> It is a challenge. <laughs> well, see, speaking speaking of that, just before we started this, I mean, okay, so I wasn't sure if we were going to do the Steel Reserve thing, because you asked me if, if we're still going to do it.
1: Like, are you sure?
0: And I was just like, <laughs> I mean, we said we would, and I don't want to disappoint all two of our fans. But did,
1: but did we say it on the thing? Yeah. I thought we talked about that just at like, your house.
0: No, we said it on the thing. Because cause huh. two weeks ago, we forgot to say it on the thing. Oh, that's so okay. we said it in the Instagram one, and then last week I think we said it at the beginning or something. But um, so I, I kind of didn't want to do it just because not because I didn't want to drink it, but because like I said, I was running late today, and it was like really foggy up here and, and raining, and mm. I just didn't want to go to the store. <laughs> but, the, but that, but that uh, drove through the
1: fog for Steel Reserve I malt did. liquor. I did.
0: And it, <laughs> you know what I'm telling you right now? It was worth it. <laughs> But, uh, so Mark texted me, he's like, I got the steel reserve and I was like, I guess I have to go yes. then.
1: And you were, you are uh, betting on my, uh, backing out. Yeah. Which is, I, which is usually a pretty good bet.
0: Well, cause you asked me at first and I was like, yeah, I mean, we said we indeed. would, so I mean, I, like, we, yeah. we could cancel if you want. And, and you just said, it's up to you. And I think I left it at that. And then later you texted me and it was just like, Here, I got the steel reserve. And
1: usually that means that I'm backing out. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you surprised me. So yeah. I, had a, I had a strap on my boots and uh <laughs> drive out into the, the fog and uh <laughs> risk my life, but I got it. Um Yeah. But so fight. then <laughs> then after you said you got it, I was like, Alright, I'll get mine. And speaking of challenges, you then told me that I bet you're not going to finish it. Yeah, oh god. So now that was a challenge. <laughs> Speaking of of sports. Uh yeah. Yeah, I don't think uh, things as a competition. No. <laughs> so now I'm definitely going to finish it. But so did you say that based on <clears throat> the alcohol level cuz it's a lot or because the taste and you thought it would be t- too thick for me? Um mostly that,
1: but but both kind of. It's like All right. But at the same time, I said it knowing that, like, you would like. So maybe just, it was more. I don't think you would like. Like, I don't think you're gonna want to finish it. So You're just instigating. <laughs> pretty much. See, I do it without even you're thinking just about. You're trying to get it. me smashed. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, I'm I'm flying through it right now. I'm pretty sure it's gonna hit me a lot harder than I'm expecting, but it will. Sure, I'm just drinking it like a regular beer, though. Um, it's actually getting a little better the more I'm drinking. More, (laughs) I I guess it's beer goggles for beer.
1: Well, maybe next week we can, uh, you know, go for something a little higher up on the beer chart.
0: (laughs) You mean higher alcohol volume?
1: No. I think it's probably about as good as it gets on that. Uh, I don't know. It's so hard to think of stuff, especially because you're in a completely different area. So what sells out here doesn't like we don't, I don't know, unless it's like pretty common stuff. Like we were pretty safe with that seltzer thing. That was pretty safe. Cause oh yeah. Those are all over of, up here. It's kind of the new thing. Uh, but I don't know. It's hard to, because out here, there's actually a lot of uh, liquor stores that have a bunch of different like craft beers and single 22-ounce bottles, stuff like that.
0: Well, what we can do, because lately, you've been coming up here quite often for barbecues and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always just bring one up with you.
1: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can just do that. There's There's quite a bit of variety down here. So We should try the uh, Iron Maiden Trooper beer. I've actually never tried it.
0: Oh yeah, I do want to try that one. I haven't tried any of those. I haven't had the Metallica one, the Iron Maiden one, the Stone Cold one.
1: I've tried the AC D C one, like which is like you don't really see that often. I don't think many people even know it's a beer. But there there's an AC DC like rock or bust type <laughs> beer.
0: Next time you come up here we should try uh, the the George Clooney tequila oh yeah and i'm not a tequila guy at all that's like Cas- casamigos that's or like my worst alcoholic enemy yeah it's
1: it always so ends badly cool.
0: when tequila is involved but uh, i'd be down to try that one
1: yeah you know the Rock's got a tequila
0: no i don't or i did oh yeah
1: yeah one of my accounts was like showing me yeah he's got like a tequila out <laughs> Mike, he said it's good. I mean, I don't know. I don't drink that. But.
0: What if The Rock was was a? What if The Rock was a chef? What? What if The Rock was a chef on like a on one of those cooking channels? And his, <laughs> his catchphrase. Oh, it took took me. A, I
1: just woke up. It took me just a like second. right
0: when the show started. It would it would be like one of those like wide like far views in the kitchen. And then when the show starts the the title would like smash on the screen and be zooming in like really fast to him. And there, there'd just be him be like, the If I- you smell what the rock he's is like, cooking. And I was like, yeah, and then he just like turns to the camera with his look. <laughs> Dude, that'd be pretty cool. I'd watch it. I'm surprised he's not a he's not more friendly with the uh, what's her name, Martha Stewart? <laughs> they seem like they'd be friends. He should be on her show yeah. and do that.
1: Yeah, I could see him doing a show like that. But do you follow him like on Instagram or Facebook and that stuff?
0: Um, only when Motley Crew re reposts his posts. Hmm. Oh wow. I didn't even know. Well, that. because he had one like he was wearing a. Oh um, yeah, they're like new like a... Motley Vintage tee that's on sale, and he was like sitting yeah. outside the whiskey.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he, he does some cool stuff like he'll grab his tequila and like sit out there and talk about it like on Facebook Live or whatever. It's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's a cool guy. I don't follow him but he's a he's a cool guy from what I've seen. Yeah. So, going back to a uh, to the He would make a great wrestler. Um, eh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Probably not as good as his dad. <laughs> Um going back to the to the beer sports.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um so what what do you think what how do you like your beer to be served at a like specific events? Like for example, what's your ideal type of beer for barbecues? Like I said uh, my, mine is mine's bottled beer. Can what? we can, for, can for we separate it, For me it's barbecues like barbecues and lake, I guess any outdoor thing really, or not, That's what not I outdoor, but like, cause I'll, I'll like,
1: uh, do you separate the lake and cookouts?
0: Um, you know, I've never been to
1: a cookout, you, so I don't know. Or barbecue, same thing.
0: Well, yeah. Cause you can't go to the lake without barbecuing and you can barbecue without the lake. But for me, it's bottles either way. Like if I'm going to the lake, I want bottles. If I'm going, if I'm barbecuing, I want bottles.
1: Mhm. Okay. Um, well, you're not allowed to have bottles, so <laughs> uh, there, you don't see too many of them at the lake. Uh, so when I think of like
0: a maybe, lake, maybe you're going to the wrong lakes. Yeah. Because when I, I go wanna... to the lake, we always have bottles there. In a. <laughs> I have never. In Laughlin.
1: I've never been to a lake out here, like other than Oklahoma.
0: Oh, oh well, I I've, I've got Lake Gregory right here, and there's no alcohol allowed at all there. But I think I'm, that's most of California, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But I'm um, I'm sure everyone breaks that rule.
1: Oh yeah,
0: I'm sure. I mean, we just went walking around the lake last weekend, and there's people sitting because they're they're just now opening like the trails and stuff, and there's yeah. people sitting like in the fishing area with like I saw beers in their in their cup holders and stuff.
1: Oh, well. yeah. Like, there's a few that I've heard, uh, but no. When I think of like going to the lake and like when everyone's like boating and and stuff like that, like with, when I've done with like family and stuff, always oh, been like a nice chest of uh, cans, you know, stuff like that. Mostly because the lake ranger or whatever they call them comes down quite often. Make sure no one has glass.
0: I don't. But, yeah. I don't know if that's a. I don't know. It might be. I don't know if that's a rule because uh, the lake I go to a lot is, is the one in Laughlin, which is like I think that's, I think there's a Nevada side and an Arizona side. I don't know if it mm. matters what side you're on, but they might have a rule like that. But there's not people that come by very often. I don't really God. know, but um. So maybe we're breaking the rules, or maybe it's allowed. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely a bottle person. So bottle or bored. barbecues, but most of the time when I'm at the lake, I'm barbecuing anyway. Mm. So it kind of blends. it. Okay, what about that? Well, okay. So you said you like cans for for the lake, but what about barbecues? I think I think I'd say
1: bottles. Right. That seems more. I'm trying to like. I keep thinking like memory from like. You know, you know what I remember seeing the most, I think for like whenever we'd have cookouts and stuff, barbecues, it would be like, I think everyone had bottles.
0: So now what if you're barbecuing at the lake?
1: <laughs> well, then you have a problem.
0: <laughs> you got to have a bottle in one hand and a can in the <laughs> other. Yeah. Uh,
1: that Well, that would still be cans. That would, that would be cans. I think, so, yeah. so lake overrides the barbecue.
0: Yeah, All right. lake rules. <laughs> and then, so what about uh, so for me, I think tailgating—you have to, regardless of rules and stuff. I'm guessing oh, okay. there's rules against glass and whatever, but regardless what the rules are, for me, tailgating requires an ice chest full of cans. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely. Nothing else. Yeah nothing else works um (laughs) what about and you could separate these if you want but for me they're all the same for live events such as like a sporting event or a concert or anything for me i i don't like going to that stuff when they serve you cans i prefer i don't either i prefer having that huge cup the giant of plastic cup of tap though because it, it's even yeah. not it's even i'd actually honestly i prefer having the tall boy can over mm-hmm. having when they give you the cup and they pour the can in the cup i'd rather just have the can yeah because i for yeah, some yeah. reason i feel like when it's in the cup it, it's a little different and it i feel like it gets warm quicker <laughs> it could just be maybe because like in the can like it has like the cold around here like keeps it yeah it's just i don't know it doesn't it doesn't taste as good as as the tap and it it, i feel like it warms quicker and i'm not happy about it
1: well i always think of like like concerts and stuff i just you always think at least i do i always think the big 25 ounce uh plastic clear cups yeah and especially those cool ones where they place the cup on the thing and it fills up from the bottom. You've seen those, right? Have you seen those? Mm-mm. Oh man, that's gonna blow your mind when you see that. So places like some places do it. I think the Staples Center does it. I, I can't remember. But there's they place these cups that don't have a that have a hole at the bottom, and you put the cup on this thing. And so they don't have the levers for the tap handles. You just put it on this thing and all of a sudden your beer starts filling up from the bottom. It's awesome to
0: watch. That's really cool. Like, yeah. I it think just you told me up. about that before, but I've never seen it in person.
1: Yeah. And then a little, uh, like, I forgot how it is, but it seals. Like it seals on the bottom. It's a, it's a circular piece. It's circular. It's round. It's <sighs> It goes up
0: and down and (laughs) up and down. (laughs) Circular. uh, Every time circles are mentioned, that always comes up. (laughs)
1: Uh, and uh, So it seals itself. And it's just really cool watching. But anyways, because like, you know, the KISS concert and stuff like that, because I think it's part of the experience where like, especially seeing bands like KISS or Aerosmith or something, when there's big confetti at the end, you know, like, you should have finished your beer by the last song, but if you didn't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're gonna get punished because you're gonna have just tons of confetti well, inside your beer. See
0: that—that that was one of those concerts I'm talking about. I know you—you you saw Kiss plenty of times, but um, the one we went to together, mm. they were—they were serving cans and pouring them in the cup. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which sucked. Especially, oh, that's right. Especially seeing Kiss at uh, yeah. when we saw Aerosmith. They had that, huge, was that was tap, but they had huge cups. Remember, huge. I, I think they were bigger than the than the twenty five ounces, weren't they? Yeah. Oh yeah. They, that they, was like it was. It was like <laughs> it was like the. It was like my kiss cups, the big super gulp. Those seven eleven cups. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> it's like
1: movie theater when you get extra large. Like
0: the, it wasn't, and that wasn't just beer. They were serving everything in that because you you got yeah. a beer, you got a beer, and they gave you like. Like, it was like this big. And they well, filled yours went, up. I went up there for I, – I went and get
1: got that round for everybody. But Kat's drink surprised me.
0: Yeah. Well, because – okay. So you got the beer. Yeah. When, when I'm in Vegas, I always have to have my, my Woo Girl drink. So I got the, the strawberry daiquiri. But they filled mine up in that same cup. And then Kat got a lemon, or it wasn't lemon drop. She got a vodka lemonade. It was some vodka lemonade mix.
1: So normally it's one of those drinks, you know? It's one of those mixed drinks.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like usually when you're like, oh, let me get a vodka lemonade, they give you like, you know, a cup and like four shots of vodka. But no, they put the same cup. They're just like pouring <laughs> the vodka, just like, we're sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting like, like Jesus man, she's gonna get smashed and then they like fill up the other <laughs> half with lemonade and I'm like, Oh my god. <laughs> but <laughs> dude, that was fun. That was a good show, but dude Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> that that was oh, a that good ch- uh that was a good see that's that's the types of drinks you want at a concert experience. And same with sports. yeah Which I think sports do a yeah. lot more of the cans. Oh yeah. But I feel like even sports, especially I think mostly baseball.
1: Yeah. Baseball Just like, is definitely the big twenty-five if, ounces. If
0: you're if you're doing the the cliche like hot dog and peanuts and all that, you need a, a yeah. big huge cup of beer on tap. Yeah. But, um, I I would prefer that for all sports, but I feel like football mostly does cans. A um,
1: little, a little tip: you should always get an Anheuser-Busch product at a sporting event because all other cans. Look at this one. Watch, I guarantee it's twenty-four ounces, right? Yeah, twenty-four ounces. Every Anheuser-Busch tall can is 25 ounces.
0: Oh, this is 24.
1: Yeah. So you get an extra ounce, but same you know price. What?
0: I'd, I'd sacrifice one ounce for the butter taste. <laughs> 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 Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, okay, so we covered – okay. So barbecues, unanimous bottles. Mm-hmm. You need bottled beer. Yeah. Tailgating – You need cans. Live events, you need tap. The lake, we're split on a... I'm a bottle guy, you're a can guy. Maybe someone Hmm. can comment what they think, and we could break the tie. By the way, Nick Fox uh, says he's digging your classic monster posters on your wall.
1: Oh, nice. Cool. Thank you. Um, Got the mummy. All kinds
0: of good stuff. Is there any other important events
1: that need... um, graduation <laughs> <I'll> definitely tap
0: <laughs> hard liquor
1: <laughs> um church church is red wine so
0: okay i guess here, this this one i think should be obvious but um bars i would okay. say it has to be tap i mean that's kind of for me the reason you go yeah. to a bar is get beer on tap but yeah. there are a lot of bars out there that only have cans or bottles which kind of sucks yeah actually the 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 bar we love up here the the grub and whiskey they only have bottles and cans which kind of sucks oh yeah that's all right because that bar's really cool and they have great food and the like yeah. the whole place is awesome well, but they don't have any beer on tap
1: that's the trade-off if you're gonna have only bottles you have to have a really cool theme yeah or some kind of like you know which that one does it's all made out of logs and,
0: and it does work because we it i does. have i have the bar right up here that's walking distance from here that has beer on tap, but we usually always yeah. go to the grub and whiskey first.
1: Yeah. Cause I, I feel like it's all about, uh, uh, you know, the way it feels in there as far as like, uh, I don't know. The other places are just shiny and yeah. bright. Also,
0: usually when we go there, they're playing like dance music and it's super loud. and Yeah. Well, all, all the, all
1: the walls are super white. And yeah. The, White like floors, it's definitely, the neon colors.
0: Yeah, it's definitely. I think they're trying to attract like a younger type of party crowd. It seems like. What is that? Well, I don't know What though, does that say about us? <laughs> I, well, we're not a part. I mean, we're a different type of party, younger crowd. Uh-huh. But I actually I don't know though because a lot of a lot of bikers and stuff come up through here. And especially when there's events going on, like when they, they, a lot of times, cause I live like right on the main street and a lot of times they close off, um, you know, like where the, the bear family restaurant, whatever, right. Like, up, past, yeah. yeah. Like that side street, they close that street off and they always have like street fairs for like big events. And, and oh, I've seen, they have, they that. have a lot of cookouts here and, and like, there's always stuff going on and there's always bikers at that bar, which I feel like the grub and whiskey would be more of a biker vibe but they probably just don't know it's there (laughs) that could be true too but i will say the the grub and whiskey place is um it is a lot more laid back because usually like when we go there it's usually just us and one or two other people it's more quiet but i mean it's i think it's more our vibe anyway but it's more quiet and yeah it's kind of it's one of those places it, it kind of reminds me of, of not that it, it doesn't look like it at all, but it kind of reminds me of the scene on Dumb and Dumber when, when Floyd's waiting <laughs> for Mary to meet him at that bar where yeah. it's just like, it's kind of quiet and it's like, but it's like that because you sit at the bar and there's not really people there and you're just kind of like talking to the bartender like, yeah, because there's nothing else to do for him because it's, it's yeah. slower, but it's a really cool place. And, um,
1: Oh, she must've met PL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, it's such a good movie, man. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think we covered all the all the the big events. Okay, how about the Olympics? If we're talking about big, I've never been. I can't say I've been. You know, what? I'm gonna count that. Uh, I don't know if they even serve beer at the Olympics, but if they did, I, I imagine they probably do. But if they did, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that under the uh, the live events and say that needs tap <laughs> beer on tap. You know, speaking of
1: live events, that I (laughs) don't—I highly doubt they do. But how hilarious would it be? Because you know how uh, some politicians will do rallies and stuff like that in arenas. You know? Oh yeah. Like you know, like I've seen a few at like the Staples Center. I've seen a couple of—not been there, but I've seen a, a few being like at the Forum and stuff. And I'm just thinking like the forum and the staples center they're still a business like they're still going to try to maximize their income
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i wonder if they sell beer like
0: that is I, that is interesting they might just they might just charge different for those type of events because i don't imagine uh, places like rallies and stuff i don't imagine they're wanting people to drink and get like rowdy and stuff
1: well you wouldn't think so i would hope not but so (laughs) i I get where
0: you're coming from though but yeah they might chart like you know you know just when you book any event like when we booked our our record release show and on the page it says like what does this event for is it for wedding reception is it is it Mm -hmm. photography shit whatever like i imagine it's something like that and maybe if you're doing like a rally and you're not serving alcohol and, and stuff like that maybe they have a different charge rate yeah yeah oh yeah maybe yeah oh. i mean that would be interesting to see though if you go to like a, a presidential debate or something they're like, Oh my they're like, serving, yeah they're serving alcohol <laughs> yeah so well, he said yeah when the president <laughs> say something you like you're just like yeah <laughs> uh, oh larry joel commented that is something i wanted to mention uh <laughs> i didn't i didn't realize this but we have Larry Joel is someone that he he's usually here for our uh, our live our cold ones. I hope you're always drinking cold ones with us. By the way, um, he mentioned that that he's a top fan, and he has that that top fan badge
1: oh. by his name,
0: which I didn't oh, know cool. was a thing for for I've, smaller yeah, pages true. like us. I thought that was I thought it was like you know on on Twitter how they have the check mark next to them, mm-hmm. and it's like verify like yeah. Like if you look yeah, up The Rock, we were mentioning him earlier. If you look up the Dwayne Johnson or whatever his name is on Twitter, and it, it says like Twitter verified and has a check mark. I thought it yeah. was something like that where it's like you have to be a certain level and be verified, uh-huh. and then you can have top fans. But apparently um that's You can not be the nobody. Case. We have a top <laughs> fan, so thanks, Larry Joel. You know that's really cool. And uh Yeah, that is cool. He says to air his album. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll listen to a song just send me a link because I don't know I looked on your Facebook and didn't see any yeah we were trying to get it going today but we we're having an issue. yeah that was going to be our, our our second song today but like I said I screwed that up at the beginning but um just just send a link in the comment and we'll listen to it live right here for not the whole album though because we don't have that much time but <laughs> we'll we'll listen to one song um but yeah so that was that was kind of cool to see I think yeah. he's the, he's the only person right now that has that, which I'm a little disappointed. I thought Stevie would have it. Cause, I know. Except I he's been slacking for... though. Yeah. Like, like the first, maybe maybe he just got bored of us. But I would have. The first I two or three it. of these, he he watched the whole entire Facebook thing. Then he went to the Instagram thing and watched all that. But I don't think he's came back since. Then. <laughs> we, and coincidentally it enough, we that. Said? coincidentally enough that's around the time we we sort of started running out of subjects <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Huh. oh man so uh Get up our game do we do we have any more uh events we need to any more important events we need to go over mm. okay how about <laughs> like like house parties and when i say house parties i'm not talking about like like
1: Coming over and drinking some
0: beer. Yeah, because obviously that's always mostly it's cans. Cause you just get yeah. you get as much as you can for more people. But I'm talking about like if we're having like a baby shower, wedding shower, graduation party, uh, a birthday party, I guess.
1: Would that fall under like Halloween parties and stuff like that? Um.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, no – I feel like Halloween parties are kind of the same as the house party thing. Cause there, there's oh. like, there's certain parties where you're just like, I'm just going to get, I'm going to get the most I can for the cheapest amount of money, mm-hmm. which I feel like that's like, if, if you're just like, Hey, I'm having a house party, invite whoever you want. Like people just bring canned beer. Halloween yeah. party. I feel like is the same thing. Cause it's always, it's always kind of like, yeah, I'm having the Halloween party, bring your friends and whatever. But usually for stuff like, like wedding showers and baby showers and graduation parties, it's like, you know who you're inviting. There's just a specific amount of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, would that still be canned beers or would do you think you would? Uh... Uh, I,
1: think,
0: I think I would up it to bottles.
1: You think but so? Yeah, I think so. You know, it's more because
0: I like bottles better than cans. Uh, so, so when you graduated high school, did you have bottled beer? Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, I bottled water, canned water.
0: Well, I think that's a, uh, that's all the main events that we can cover. That's on the top of my mind anyway. Uh, if anyone has any other, any other questions about, uh, what beer you should have to what event? Feel free to comment and we'll let you know. We're
1: we're the experts in case you're having, you know, if you're not sure, you're having trouble.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll yeah, be... we know what, I mean.
1: We know what beer you would like better. We,
0: we may drink in beer a sport, so we know what, what beer belongs <laughs> where. Um, okay, so I have this written down. I think there's supposed to be some type of segue to it, but I don't remember what it is. But basically, oh, because I was, I, okay, yeah. Because, okay, so the reason this whole thing started is how I said, you've been coming over a lot lately for for barbecues and stuff. And and, uh, so we were talking about the whole beer sport thing and whatnot. Um, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, you've been coming over. And I wanted to – oh, you know what? Screw everything I'm saying. I'm just going to skip to it because I don't remember what I was going to say. But so lately (laughs) – You've been watching um, um, one of my favorite shows of all time, How I Met Your Mother. Finally. Uh-huh. Finally. And so I wanted to ask you first before I get into this, this little subject I was going to talk about, um, what you think of the show and how far you are into it and all that good stuff at this point. Uh, well, right now I'm on
1: Season 8, Episode 2. And it's kind of a bummer because I remember whenever I started the series, I felt good about it because I was like, oh, this is good. Because I really liked it from Episode like 3 or 4 or whatever. So very early I was like, oh, this is great. I really am enjoying this. And I looked ahead to see how many seasons there were. were and I felt really good seeing that there were nine seasons. I'm like, oh, this is going to take me forever this is awesome this is great i won't you know i'll be able to enjoy it well i'm on season eight episode two or three so it's like oh, okay they're starting to wrap things up now
0: yeah but uh oh, hold on um La- larry send us a link and and we'll we'll listen to one of the songs you sent me a the title but i don't know where to look for that just send, send us a link and we'll listen to one all right keep going sorry um
1: but yeah i uh i'm- re- I'm really liking that show I'm really liking it um it's not as I will be critical this way, like you know you kind of kind of got to a little i mean it's not even i mean it has to go in this direction, but it's getting more serious and stuff like that, which it has to or else it would just what's the point of you know yeah, it would just get boring, but you know like I guess the story gets a little deeper and uh, you know, more uh, important twists and stuff like that, which is understandable. Uh, but I, I mean, I still enjoy it just as much as season one. But it's just yeah. like the you know it gets more serious, mm-hmm. which it should.
0: But. Yeah, some some of those some of that serious stuff, because um, I I've watched the whole series like front to back a lot of times. I don't even know how many. <laughs> and some of it still, even though I know it's coming, like sometimes I skip over it because I'm just like, eh, I don't want to <laughs> see that. Or, it's, yeah, it, it's just like, you know, because it, it's mainly it's a comedy show. And yeah. So sometimes, you know, shows like that, for example, we you and me both watch uh, together. We watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia a lot. Mm-hmm. And they don't not that I can think of at the top of my head. They don't really have any serious stuff like that. Yeah. And But like. We, we watch back a lot of the episodes on that show. And a lot of times when you're, when you're going to something like that, you just kind of want want to watch it just for the laughs. Just and, for the fun, yeah. But So if there was something serious, it's like, yeah, I don't want to see that right now. So sometimes they do that. Yeah. But one thing I will say, even on the, the episodes that do have really serious stuff or like some of the big twists or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like they do a really good job at... Um, Keeping it light. Like- well, like it could be, it could be like a super serious moment, but they do a really good job at still keeping the, the comedy in it. Yeah. Without having it, oh, seem, yeah. without having it seem forced or tacky.
1: Yeah. A little natural, uh, humor.
0: Yeah. Like, like the one about <laughs> the one about, uh, uh, with Sam Gibbs when, when Barney, that was a, when, when they're moving out of Barney's place and and they're trying to, Sam Gibbs is one of their dads, Oh. and remember, like for a second, it's like super deep and and yeah, and his brothers like hugging the guy and stuff, and and oh yeah, and Barney <laughs> just has this look on his face, like and the music's playing, and it looks like it's like the worst thing ever, and he's just like, like daddy, daddy. <laughs> and it just like takes a complete three sixty in like two seconds, like they're you're really, like wait they're what? Do really, do a really good job at that stuff, I think, but yeah. So the way this whole thing started was a few years ago, because this has been my favorite show for a long time. And before Mark saw this show, his favorite show was, or at least at the time, was Rules of Engagement. And I was like, yeah. I was like, all right, I'll tell you what, I'll watch, I'll watch this show all the way through, and you watch How I Met Your Mother all the way through, and uh, <laughs> we'll see which one's better. Because I bet you, nothing's better. What's than What's
1: crazy? This show. What's crazy is there's still nine seasons of. Rules of Engagement, but it doesn't feel like it.
0: It doesn't. It, I, it feels a lot shorter than that. Mm-hmm. But so after we said that, I started watching it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Mark, did it. In the dust. <laughs> Mark didn't watch it. <laughs> he claims <laughs> at some point, which it wasn't then. It was still like months later. But he yeah. claimed at some point he watched the whole first season of How I watched the whole first season. I don't know if I believe that. But anyway. I only
1: remember the first few episodes, but
0: after we said that i watched rules of engagement all the way through front to back and this was years ago i don't remember it was a couple years at least two years ago yeah. maybe more oh it was like four years ago and and finally now uh because he has nothing else to do and he's stuck at home, <laughs> in his room he's watching it and i think you're enjoying the hell out of it now, oh me, yeah so let me ask you now because you're uh, almost all the way through uh, okay. which show do you think is better and it's okay if you say rules engagement. I just, I just yeah. want to know which one you like better. Mm. Uh,
1: better enjoyment or better story and all that? Because I think we both know the answer to that one.
0: Just, just in general, uh, like just not a even better show. not even trying to convince anybody. Just your yeah. own personal, what you like. Which one do you like better, or which one, like which one do you think you would watch again first? I guess.
1: It is easier to watch a random episode of Rules of Engagement. So as far it as is. rewatch for rewatchability, I'm gonna pick Rules of Engagement. For writing, for sure, How I Met Your Mother, like for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: I mean it's it that's even that even adds to the humor, which I don't e- like. I don't even know if you'd consider most people would consider that, but the writing itself is humor. Because these little callbacks, like like where they're, they're sword fighting and stuff in the living room, which is one of my favorite flashbacks ever. It's sort of sword fighting, and like they pause it and they said something about you know like don't uh, should we be doing this? He's like no, don't worry, this table super steady, uh, super stable. And it does a flashback to like years before where he was gluing the table back together.
0: Oh yeah. he's like, that should and, hold fine.
1: And then it resumes years ahead and he crashes down. Hilarious. <laughs> Brilliant. So overall, I would say how I met your mother is a better show. It doesn't have the rewatchability as rules of engagement, well, but it well, is a better no,
0: show. I, I agree. And it, yeah, I think it's definitely, it's better written. The characters are, have developed a lot better oh yeah um, i mean personally i think everything about it's better but i'm just asking like you personally which one do you like better like if you were if someone if someone was to be like i'm looking for a show to watch what should i watch which one would you recommend first just out of your own personal like what your own personal thoughts
1: Oh my god, that's actually really tough. I mean, not for you, but... Yeah. Well, um, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll let you think about that for first, yeah, and then I'll yeah, talk about Rules of Engagement. They don't want to watch bit. me just, like, hurt <laughs> just my like, brain So um, 10 minutes. So I actually, I actually did, like, Rules of Engagement um, a little bit more than I thought it would. It still isn't... It's not, like, one of my tops, but it was yeah. pretty good, and every every now and then I do kind of go back and just watch like an episode or two just because it was pretty funny um one thing I think that we've talked about before and we both agree on is with rules of engagement is it's it's funny but there's not real- it doesn't really go anywhere like there's, there's no, not there's, there's not, no, not as much depth yeah there's not that much of a storyline to it it's just which it it was common especially back then in uh in sitcoms, sitcoms. and stuff is there wasn't really a story it's just like episodes yeah. And it's just yeah. like, like you said, it with Rules in, in, of Engagement, it's really easy to just go and just pick a random episode and watch it. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to How I Met Your Mother, which I can do because I've seen it so many times, but yeah. if you've only seen it once or never, you, it's kind of hard to just pick an episode and just start from there because it's usually like you'd be lost. It's like there's something happening before and it's leading to somewhere and there's so much revolving around it. It's yeah. hard to do that. You but, know, um,
1: you know who I think kind of started that. Not, it's not a sitcom, but like, were there really TV shows that had like super strict storylines before, like Breaking Bad and Walking Dead and all? I mean, there were, but like, as far as like popular, like, I need to see where the story well, is when, going.
0: When did those start though? Because I think How I Met Your Mother was before those. Um, I don't. Well, how I met your mother. I don't, was I don't think How I Met Your Mother was the first to do that, but I think that was before Breaking Bad. I think Let Breaking Bad was 2008. Let me see. How I Met Your Mother started 2005. Yeah, it might have been before. I think Breaking Bad was eight. Uh, Breaking Bad was 2008. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, um, uh, never mind. I was wrong completely then. Yeah. But so like, was... but sh- the shows are getting more like that. Yeah. Now. It, de-
0: it definitely yeah. wasn't which like I said, I, I don't at all think how I met your mother was the first to do that because mm-hmm. they did for one, a lot of, um, they got a really big influence from, from the friend from the show friends. Oh yeah. And a, I don't know if you've seen Even theirs. Was, oh yeah. Well, that one Even didn't really have a, a big storyline like loose. that. The, yeah. the writing, like the, the writing, I I like how I met your mother better. There, there's definitely people yeah. that disagree with that and I understand their, their thoughts, but, um, um, I will say though, if, have you seen friends all the way through before?
1: Um, I mean, I've seen most of the episodes, just not all like in a row.
0: Okay. Cause I, I've never seen friends until I've seen how I met your mother about like eight times all the way through. And then I saw <laughs> friends all the way through when it was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is, but, um, I did. I mean, I knew about it before that they had a big influence from friends, but, it's a lot more than I was expecting like oh yeah I'm guessing you're like texting or something because nope, I'm, good. No, I'm phone good just went portrait on me but <laughs> but um if if you watch friends you'll notice like a lot of the episodes like the themes are almost exactly identical like a lot of the there's a lot of very similar episodes oh yeah and, and there's a few like similar like the, I, it's almost it was almost ridiculous when I saw Friends and I was like, oh, I see where they got that from. And I was same just like, kind of formula. Yeah, it it almost made me like the show a little bit less, but it it it's still my favorite show. So. Well, because
1: like, yeah, it's kind of that same formula. This friend starts dating this friend for a while, and they you know that they yeah. do that. Well, I'm not even
0: talking about like the the main storyline. I'm talking about just like the. Like the main plot of like a specific episode, like they've had, like Friends has an episode that that is like almost that exact same thing, basically. (laughs) But, uh,
1: wow,
0: yeah. yeah. So, have you came to a decision which show you like better? (laughs) You forgot to think about it. (laughs) Um.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to still get back to you on that.
0: But you know, you know what's funny though. Is,
1: I'm surprised at that that it's that close. I'm, I'm surprised that I'm. I am too, but for the opposite you know, reason. The fact that I'm, and I'm not even messing around with you. I I don't know the answer to that yet.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So here's another thing we talked about with those shows, is, um, I think Adam—that's his name, right—in the show, in Rules mm-hmm. of Engagement. Oh um, yeah. His character. They dropped. They, the ball they completely destroyed his character. Like the yeah, they later did. in the season, because he he was he. They had so they had Jeff, who was Patrick Warburton, who was married, but he was like the the man's man character, who was just. Like, I will
1: say that I like his character more than the any of the maybe except for Barney. But like I was about to say, I I don't know Barney might be the number one, but uh, Jeff is. Besides Barney, my favorite that, like that is main that is character. one
0: thing that that How I Met Your Mother doesn't have is that like man's man character. Yeah, yeah. because Marshall is married, but he's mm-hmm. kind of like more like kiddish. Yeah, all like you know, he's all into games and like gets excited about little things. And yeah. Ted, as we know, is kind Ted's, of like a, just a girl. Like, sometimes yeah. you like him, sometimes he pisses you off. Mm-hmm. And, and then obviously Barney is the better version of Russell. Just, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. But yeah, there, there definitely isn't a man's man type of guy, type of character in, yeah. in Not yeah. Not your mother. So, so Patrick Warburton plays Jeff in Rules of Engagement, which he's the one that's like married, but he's like kind of what you expect when you say like a married guy.
2: <laughs> Just
0: like, you know, yeah. anything the girl wants to do is kind of stupid. It's like, why would you waste your time doing that? He just wants to sit down, drink a beer, and watch the Knicks play. <laughs> and she wants to, yeah. like, spend time doing, like, stupid stuff. He's just like... Yeah. I. But, um... But, he you know, reminds he, me of he, my dad. Yeah, Like, he, no, a he lot. Was, he, was definitely, <laughs> he was definitely a great character. Russell was a good character if you've never seen Barney Stinson before. And then it kind of just... Yeah. After you... Kind of get to know him. It's like, oh, he's all right, but Adam was was he was more like the marshal in the series, where like yeah. he wasn't married it's yet, but he he was engaged or he wanted to propose or whatever it was, and like at the beginning he was cool, and
1: he was they had like really good comebacks and
0: yeah uh, they were more of like a normal relationship and just like kind of naive, and then Jeff was kind of like the mentor of like, well, this is what it's gonna be like if you get married, and he's like, well. But yeah, like you said, like he was more level-headed and had good comebacks and was a decent character. And the more the series went on, they just like totally stupefied him. And it got to the point where it was so ridiculous that like it's it was It's kind of annoying how watch. dumb he is. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like it got so bad. It's not believable. And I think that was a big thing that kind of ruined that series for me. Yeah. Was
1: Yeah, they completely took away his IQ like entirely. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I I think it's kind of funny that that how I met your mother is my favorite show of all time. Closely, closely behind is it's always fun in Philadelphia, another fantastic show, but that one, I think we both agree on, but, um, I don't care for at all. I don't care for big bang theory. And I feel like that's one of those shows that is kind of like, if you like how I met your mother, you like big bang theory and vice versa. They kind of, I feel yeah, like, cause I think they so both came good. out around the same time, and they're both kind of. I think it was like, not the same writers, but I think it was like the same, something or other. Like it, it kind of to me, it kind of has the same vibe. But for some reason, I just, I can't get into Big Bang Theory. It just doesn't do Man, it for me.
1: It's so good.
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll have to try again, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I couldn't get into it at all.
1: I don't know. I can't really see you getting into it either. I. Uh, I just, I don't
0: know. I will uh, say right where now. He,
1: where are you at?
0: Well, I was about, that's what I was going to I, I figured that's what you were going to I'm about right here. But um, I'm gonna, I had a, a couple beers before we started. I haven't had anything. So I got like this. I'm right um, here. Yeah. I did have a couple beers before we started, but I will say. For only having one tall boy at this point, or not even finishing yet, I am feeling it <laughs> more than I would with, with having one Miller Lite tall boy. I am feeling it.
2: Uh.
0: Um, Eric Wright commented, KISS split headline tour. I don't know if you're talking about us split headlining with them, because that would be great, or if you're talking about Mark's shirt. Uh, who- Can we talk about how awesome this shirt is for a second? Is that... It is an awesome shirt, but that's not from the from the Kiss Aerosmith tour, is it? No, but I do have that boxed
1: up in my closet. It's a bootleg from the uh, uh, it's a bootleg from the parking lot in Dallas, Texas.
0: Well, because they the just said they, they they posted one comment that said Kiss, and the next comment said Split Headline Tour. So if you're talking about us, um, hey, I if you mean, know a guy, <laughs> that would be a dream come true, and we love it. If you could hook it up, go for it. We'll do it. <laughs> Uh, if you're talking about Mark's shirt, I don't think it's from a split headline tour, but. Um, I do have that shirt. They yeah. have done a few of them, though. They did the Kiss oh, Will yeah. Smith tour. They did the Kiss Motley tour, which I went to. Steph I'm sure they've done some other. Oh, yeah, the Kiss Def Leppard show, which I also went to. I'm sure they've done some before. How I have born. they not.
1: I was thinking of that. Uh, I was thinking of that. How have they not done Kiss with Alice?
0: How has that not been a thing? You know what I think would be a cool show is Rob Zombie and Alice because they have done they have done that. Have they that? Have done that.
1: Uh, yeah, they've done that. Oh, and uh, how did I jump? To I mind? did. Unfortunately, did not go. But no, you're right. Like that's a well because they're both, tell you, right. They're, they're both, both like very
0: worked. theatric and they have yeah a very similar. Like I think that would be. I mean, I guess musically they're not that similar, but I think it would still be cool. <laughs>
1: Style wise, doesn't
0: doesn't Rob Zombie also do like a huge monster thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Like like how Alice the, does the, the giant the huge, robot, the huge like zombie Alice. I think uh, Rob yeah. Zombie does something similar to that too, which mm-hmm. I imagine was inspired from Alice Cooper.
1: Well, he's yeah, he's he said like growing up, Alice was one of his like, you know,
0: big yeah. big. Yeah, I, I'd you could definitely see. I've seen Rob Zombie live. Oh I saw yeah. him actually before Alice Cooper, and mm-hmm. um his show was incredible. Oh, he puts definitely, on amazing too. but, and I'm not super into his music. I do like some of his songs and I, I think yeah. he's really cool. And John five has some, like, he's a cool, he's a good guitar player and he has cool riffs, but, um, yeah, his yeah. show was really cool. But when I saw Alice play, like I could definitely see like, okay. Yeah. Like I definitely see where his influence comes from. At least, Oh yeah. At least like stage wise. His, oh, obviously yeah. his music. Kind his music a little rock. more like Marilyn Manson style, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like the actual stage show is very Alice Cooper. Oh, very. It's very yeah. similar,
1: and that's why I wish I would have went to that show. Cause oh yeah, every time, anytime I ever see Rob Zombie, he puts on a crazy good show. It was,
0: dude, it was so good. It was one of. Uh, I, I yeah. feel like it's one of the best shows that I've seen. That you wouldn't expect to be that good. If that makes sense. Like, like uh, it, biggest if you surprise. See, yeah. Like if, if you go see Aerosmith or Motley or guns and roses, you're expecting like, Oh, this is going to be a great show. But like with Rob Zombie, yeah. I, I wasn't, I was still expecting to enjoy it. Cause I, like I said, I do like his song. I'm not a huge fan, but I do like his songs, but like that was, that was um, at mayhem festival, mm. which I don't think he fit in that festival at all. But, to me, that was the best show of the night, first of all, but it was, yeah. it's definitely one, like in my top five live shows I've well, seen.
1: The first time I ever seen him was also the first time I ever seen Ozzy. It was Rob Zombie opening for Ozzy.
0: I've never seen and Ozzy.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I feel like every, that's like, man, he plays more than everybody.
0: Hey, Yasmin, well, welcome. Not now. How are you doing today? Yeah. Yeah, he plays a lot. I just, I've just never seen him. Well, that show, as
1: much as I hate to say it, because I'm, I'm a big Ozzy fan. I love Ozzy, and you know, I was super excited. You know, Ozzy finally gonna see him. You know, I grew up like we were talking last week about the Randy Rhodes live album and stuff like that. Man. How like I would just spend hours and hours listening to Ozzy. So super excited out there. I didn't really know much about... I mean, I knew some of the Rob Zombie songs and stuff like that, and I liked it. But I had no care to go see his show. Well, he opened, and I didn't want his set list to finish, because it was so good. He went full-on stage production, full stage. It was a co-headline. Like, they had Pyro and Fire, and all that stuff. And Ozzy came out, and first of all, his... Overall volume was even quieter than Rob Zombie. Yeah, which is and you know how that is. Like no matter how good you're playing, like when you come out as a headliner and your volume's lower, it's like yeah, it already makes you seem
0: like a not as good.
1: Yeah, and like even obviously energy-wise and stuff. But I hate to say it, but Rob Zombie that night, and I've seen Ozzy later with Rob Zombie after that later, and he's and Ozzy's definitely been the best. Of the night uh, but this particular night Rob Zombie put on a well
0: like a Oz- show. Ozzy doesn't really have a stage show though does he not, like, not really he kind of runs around and does this and does the, the piece and yeah like, I mean he's uh, got a cool stage
1: design but other than that not yeah. nothing really so that's, not even that but energy wise in the songs alone Rob Zombie just kind of
0: that's kind of what happened hope. with me too when when uh, when I saw Rob Zombie because, like I said, I saw them at Mayhem Festival. So, the openers was... I mean, it, it was mostly, like, like Screamo and, and Thrash and stuff like that. But um, the one opener that I did want to see was Hatebreed, which is obviously, obviously a completely different style, but they were really cool. But um, there was, like, Hatebreed in this moment was there, which was really cool. Um, Shadows Fall, they do that that, like thrash version of uh teasing or teasing pleasing oh yeah and uh but i think the headliner of the openers was atreyu which that. was okay but they're like kind of emo screamo and then so that was like the smaller stages and then the main stage was there was four bands so first it was five finger death punch which i cannot stand i think they're <laughs> awful i don't <laughs> like them one bit lamb of god was next which they were actually really cool oh you seen them yeah Dude, they were really cool. Wow. I mean, they, they don't really have a stage, no, they don't have show, a stage or show or but... presence at all, but they sound great live yeah. if you're into that type of music. And then Rob Zombie freaking just blew everybody out of the water. And then just like you said, I was I was hoping – I didn't want his set list to end because, first of all, Corn was next, but, <laughs> which I actually I, I don't mind listening to Corn, but they have – one of the worst live shows i've ever seen they sound fine oh. they sound okay like they sound like the recordings but it's literally like nobody moves from their spot like they stand in their spot and they do like rock up like the dudes are like but their feet do not move so like they're playing a song, <laughs> and they're just doing this whole show and that's it and then uh the singer i think jonathan davis is his name yeah the whole entire show every song he holds the mic like this and he's doing like this chicken flap with his hands and he's just going like this the whole song. Like that's the whole entire show. It's just like he's doing that like, <laughs> like that was the whole show. And like it it was okay. <laughs> Cause like I do like some of their songs and like it is it is kind of funny when he does that like weird beatboxing, whatever you want to call that. But just like seeing them right after Rob Zombie was just such a. Sounded like a transformer. (laughs) (laughs) Yasmin says, "Lamb of God is a good band." You know, I agree. Like like I said, they sounded great, and they do have cool songs. I just, I don't think they really have much of a a stage show or a performance, but they like a live, uh, visual performance. But they sounded great live though. But Uh, yeah, dude, Zombie. I
1: remember the last time I seen Rob Zombie was funny enough with Ozzy. It was for Ozzy... Actually, it was the very last show that Ozzy has played so far. We'll see how that goes. but uh, So far, it's the last show Ozzy's played. And uh, it was that New Year's Eve thing at the Forum. And uh, it was, again, funny enough, it was Jonathan Davis opening. Uh, But even opening for him was... uh, Ice T. Why? Yeah. Why? He has a metal band. Oh,
0: okay. I yeah. Know
1: that. It's uh it's he called, also has uh,
0: a TV show where he fights crime. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, he has a metal band called Body Count or something like that.
0: Oh that and, sounds uh, familiar now, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so he opened the show. I wasn't there yet, I was still on the highway trying to get there. But uh I got there when Jonathan Davis is on there, and I'm not a Corn fan, I I have no interest in listening to Corn. I don't hate it because I don't even listen to it. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. I just yeah, they have some cool songs. Oh, okay, but it's and, like uh,
0: it's very like '90s industrial. So it yeah. depends if you're into that.
1: And so obviously I wasn't in a hurry to get to inside the actual seating yeah. part. So we're just, and that's I always talk about how much I love the forum. So we were at the forum, so I like to just walk around and go to the concession stands and just hang out and kind of people watch. It's always interesting in there. Uh, but I could hear some of it, and it was cool. But then I heard uh, Manson coming up on stage, and I was like, well, I've never seen Manson, and I've always heard you gotta see his show. Uh, so I was like, alright, we'll be there. We'll be there in a second. <laughs> and and by I think all in all, I've seen about a song and a half of Manson Uh, at the forum. My attention span's not that great unless it's like kiss or something like that. But I've seen a few of his and it was, yeah, it was really crazy stage show and stuff like that. But then Rob Zombie came out and was like, all right, we're getting behind the stage, sitting down, like at the forum, they don't even check your tickets. You can sit wherever you want. It doesn't matter. And so we went way down by where the guitar techs are, you know, off to the sides of the stage.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we sat down there and stuff like that, watched a zombie show. And it was just, it was cool watching it from behind the stage, kind of the side or whatever. Yeah. Really, really cool. And that, <laughs> we were the first people to see Nikki uh, get a bass and put it on and stuff and walk oh, yeah. up. So, it was really played? cool. He played, it was really cool. So it was during zombie set, Manson came out and Nikki came out. And they did uh, *Helter Skelter*. Oh
0: hell yeah! But I'm what saying was it, cool? Zombie, uh,
1: oh, zombie Manson? and Manson, oh, okay. both of them. And uh, what was cool is before I don't know that they planned it out because uh, Zombie was like, "All right, well we're all here. Well, what are we gonna play now?" And uh, <laughs> and John Five started kind of looking over at Nikki, and he started *Wild Side*. He started playing *Wild Side*. Arena went crazy, and he stopped. And then he started playing Girls, Girls, Girls. The arena went crazy. And then he stopped and then he started
0: Helter Skelter. Ah,
1: that's lame. Well, he kinda I mean, that's went cool, but that's down, lame.
0: Kind of went down a few pegs, but yeah, that's cool. Dude, that would have be been cool to see Wild Side with it. Um, yeah. I have... I've seen Manson before and... Oh, really? And hate me if you will. Not you, because I don't think you care, but anybody watching this. I it I didn't really care for it. Like... I cuz that cause, great. Uh, like it was all right. Uh Bruce is uh, again, Bruce knows him really well. And he, it was one of his shows at I think it was the Fonda Theater or somewhere in LA. I don't remember. E- either the Fonda or the Palladium or one of those places. And uh so he got he got his free tickets and like I I've, I've never really been a Manson fan. I don't really know his songs. I yeah. obviously I know The Beautiful People and the only Manson song I really like which is a cover is, is a, his version of Halloween town. I didn't even know he did that. I got to listen to that. It's It's really cool. cool, Actually. Like that song goes really well with his style. But besides that, like I, I don't really know his music. I've I've never really been a fan, but I've, so I saw his whole stage show. And like you said, like you hear that it's a really good show. And like, I kind of was expecting a lot and it was just kind of, I mean I didn't really care much for the songs and the the whole state show just there wasn't that much to it to me at least to what I was I was expecting It seemed like it. It was very underwhelming. Was. Yeah. And it was it was so underwhelming to the point where some people might might hate me for this but like I said cuz Bruce knew him so he got us. he got first of all like we had free tickets to go to the show but we had passes to like the after party and like to like we could meet him and talk oh, okay. to him and stuff but it was just so underwhelming to the point where <laughs> like we went to the after party for a second and we're just like and like he okay. kind of passed by us and we saw him and we're just like eh, let's go to freaking davy wayne's instead <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't even talk to him We just, i mean we said like hey but like we yeah. didn't talk to him and we just left and and went to party at davy wayne's and <laughs> Which is not a bad choice. No, dude, that is the ultimate after party. Yeah. but uh, Oh,
1: no, I mean, that's pretty accurate. Like, I, I remember seeing, like, I would peek my head in the curtain or out the curtain and kind of see where he was at in his show. And, yeah, he would have, like, the giant oversized chair and he's sitting there. Or i seen the one where he's at the Nazi podium or whatever. Yeah. And, like, it, its you can't shock an audience
0: but anymore. But see, that, that's literally the whole show, though. That it's just those because, like two things. See, I I've, I've always heard he had like this big show and it was, it was like outrageous and all this stuff is Me too. but it was like most of the show was just a regular show. And then and he had the, some... the one time when he when he was sitting in that huge chair like you said, but like nothing special happened. And then yeah. he, had, he had the huge podium where he did the song whatever song it is and then he burned the bible which he always does. And but see, I the way I always imagined it when people explained it is like He's, like, burning stuff and, like, starting this huge fire. But it was, like – it almost – like, I'm pretty sure it was a prop. It wasn't even real. Oh, yeah. It looked like he just kind of burned the bottom and it just kind of went out and then he just, like, threw it. And I was like, (laughs) oh. I was expecting, like, he, like, lit it and it was, like, on fire. He, like, threw it into a pile of Bibles and it was, like, this big old thing. And I was like, (laughs) oh. That was – a little disappointing, but, uh, all right. Yeah. But,
1: um, well, it's just, I just kind of interpret it as him just kind of crawling around on stage for an hour.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean Hey, it's cool. Whatever. Yeah. You know, I it's mean, fun. I, didn't, I didn't mind it, especially like I said, cause we got free tickets. It's nothing I would ever pay for to go see again, mm-hmm. but still, if somebody's like, Hey, I got an extra ticket for Manson and want to go. I just like, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. Like I didn't hate oh. it, but it just wasn't, you know, I didn't care for yeah. it too much. But, um, so speaking of, of John 5, I want to ask you something. I saw an article today. Or not an article, but something that somebody posted. And Would you be mad if I said to hold that thought? Yeah, because I kind of have to go. Also, <laughs> I'm <laughs> holding it. What if I look up Larry Joel and play one of his songs? Ah, and we both take a break thinking. while the song's good playing. Good thinking dj except then we're not listening to it but well my bathroom is literally 10
1: steps away from me so all
0: right um okay well let me preface let me preface this while i'm looking him up he said he sent a link but i didn't see it but i'm gonna i found this link on his facebook i think hold on (laughs) um i'm gonna see if i can find one of his things let me okay let me preface this before we both leave at the same time (laughs) Cause, Cause because we're good. Cause hosts. that's what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I saw this thing on Facebook that where the heck is it? Oh Jesus. I'm having trouble trying. to. It should be like right here somewhere. Um, so John five is playing a show. I'm not exactly sure where, but he's playing a show somewhere and it said i think it's maybe it's the whiskey or or something like a venue kind of like that and um it said get your tickets now because they're selling fast like most people do and then it said (laughs) yeah but but it said something about make sure to get your tickets because um he's playing this intimate venue where he usually sells out arenas no he doesn't so i want you to think about that while we take this break because that's what I saw, and I don't, I don't know if that's true, but we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, okay, so I'm going to play this song by Larry Joel, our top fan, apparently, which is cool. Thank you, Larry, for uh, commenting and hanging out as much as you do. Yeah. Um, he said, what did he say? It, his album's entitled If Your Eyes Were Sealed. Oh, no, I think that's a song. If Your Eyes Were Sealed off his first album dreams are made of tears um so i'll play that song this is on i found it on this website called soundtrader.com which was a link on your facebook so i'm gonna play that we'll be right back and then um i mean it should only be like 20 seconds so we should hear like some of the song we'll talk about the song and uh we'll talk about this john five thing so we'll be right back all right nice um so that was that was if your eyes were sealed by larry joel uh what'd you say what, that one was it? i think dreams are made of tears
1: and what's that on what do you what do you uh, read i'm on Stand, song Sound. trader well it's it's oh.
0: song and then trader without the e so it's song and then oh, okay. com.
1: well everybody make sure to check that out there's a bunch of other stuff on there too right
0: yeah there's a lot of different songs on there um cool so Nice. I like thanks, the tone on it. Thanks for being a top fan. I, think yeah. that mean, I mean, you're usually here for the live, the cold one, so that's cool. Um, yeah. was commenting, so thanks for that. It sounded like I had a cool idea. Um, not the best recording quality. If you want some good studio quality sound... Are you uh, plugging here? Are you <laughs> plugging? Somewhat. Well, I was just going to say hit me up in a, in a direct message <laughs> and... Uh, like, and we could work something out, um I know some people. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people, and people know me, not that many people that I know not that some. many people <laughs> and you don't and you don't know them, but <laughs> yeah. they don't know that I know them, but I know them, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, um we could get you up hooked up in Bruce's studio, which, like we said before, he works with everyone. Um, he's recorded, uh, Alice Cooper's last album or two. He recorded, uh, Joe Perry's solo albums. I think he worked on one or two Aerosmith albums uh, he's recorded Johnny Depp's vocals in, in Sweeney Todd and into the woods, the movies and plenty of other stuff. I don't know about, uh, so yeah, you know, it's a good place to be. And uh, he'll definitely he'll definitely have a lot of good input. he'll He'll be there at some point and even give a some advice which he did for our album, which you know, a little bit of good good producing and uh, advice from a professional that's not us who hasn't been in the business as much as he has yeah.
1: and we're, you know, we're I think whenever you're actually playing it, you're a little too
0: close to it yeah sometimes yeah that that was one thing that was cool about about playing in the skanks is obviously like when we were writing songs we were kind of close to it ourselves and had our own opinions but then like every once in a while he'd come in and like sit in on a session and tell us what to change and what we're doing Hello. wrong and what we should try out and stuff but um yeah so that goes for anybody not just larry larry joel but anybody that's looking for somebody um send me a direct message and we could probably work out a, a decent deal. Um, he's a really, a really great guy. And, um, he'd be willing yeah. to work with people. So, um, anyways, uh, so back to where we were. So the John five thing. So like I said, I saw this post that, that John five, <laughs> he's playing this show like at an intimate venue and it said, buy your tickets now cause it's selling out fast. Was that First, before all this stuff started? No, I, I saw this yesterday. I don't I don't know when his show... I'm going to see if I can find it. Maybe it's, it's up somewhere. I don't remember who posted it, though. I wish I, I could actually find the post, but maybe if I look on his official page, I could at least find what, what show he's playing at. But it said, buy your tickets soon because they'll sell out fast for an artist that sells out arenas. So I think you'd know better than me. Has he ever... I mean, I think maybe like playing with Rob Zombie or or if he's in any other band or artist, maybe they've sold out an arena. But I don't imagine John Five Solo has sold out no. an arena ever. No, and not that Never. I'm saying anything bad about John Five because I think no, he's, he's great. awesome. Yeah, he's a great I, I really like player. John Five. And uh, but think, as far as that goes, no. I mean, we saw him play at the Whiskey before.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't get me wrong; it was like we
0: were under the staircase yeah i mean it was a great show and it was, it definitely was sold out but again that's the whiskey it's not that's, which is yeah. like what's what's the capacity there like 300 or something like that or 300 even less than that 3 300? or 4 but um i i don't imagine his solo career no. selling out an arena
1: it it would not 100% it would not and like you said nothing against him he he should you know everyone everyone yeah. should but, uh, but no, uh, um, with, but I'm assuming he means with John five because with John, with, five, Ro- with Rob sure. zombie,
2: with, yeah. uh,
1: with Rob zombie, uh, why did you pick this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you partially picked it too. I'm not sure, uh, what show they're talking about though. Cause I'm looking on his official page, unless this was an old post that got canceled. The show got canceled, but I'm, I saw it like two days ago. So I, I thought it was more recent, but I'm looking on his official page. And all he has up right now is is uh in September he's playing in Australia, for a couple of dates, hmm. which he has, one thousand one hundred eighty four guests that have uh, said they're going. So that's still pretty good, but again Jeez. that's still not selling out an arena. No. With one thousand people,
1: uh, I I think what I think they're really stretching that. I think what they mean with that definitely is Rob yeah. Zombie. Because that, he like, can. Rob Zombie can do it.
0: Yeah, that's like saying Sebastian Bach live selling out arenas when they're talking about Skid Row back in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's like almost maybe selling out the Viper Room, but not quite.
1: Yeah, well that's like us saying that we sold like sold out the whiskey when no, we were just direct support for so-and-so. <laughs>
0: selling out come and take it live in, in Austin, <laughs> Yeah,
1: Yeah, it's like, I mean, you know, Dangerous Toys had something to do with it, but which, by the way, peoples, uh, the uh, rescheduled date is up.
0: Which yeah. I wish that would yeah. be so smooth if I could tell you the date. Oh, I have it. Well, we did mention <laughs> it. Uh, we did mention it. Uh, oh, couple, we did. A couple right. weeks ago, but I'll tell you right now. It is September twenty-sixth. Yes. Um, it's week- looking. It's looking good so far, because. Next they're week, already at like next week yeah. i mean texas has has been opening stuff for a while now but next week in california apparently venues and stuff are open yeah um which i guess we could talk about in a second but um okay um, so so this is one thing i was concerned with i guess we'll just go to it now um I don't want to say the date so there. we oh, originally wait. we originally had the show booked for i think june 6th right or something around there yeah june 6th which would have been tomorrow Oh, they, nobody knows about our would-be uh, fill-in. No, we actually did mention that before too. But we Jesus, can, we, my can, we can sucks. now. We can mention it now. Um, so tomorrow, okay, let, let's let's go over what was supposed to happen this weekend before everything. Else oh, out. it's already. Yeah, today's June. Oh, 5th. that would be tomorrow. Oh yeah, my God! I just said that. You're not listening.
1: I'm Keep listening up. now. Keep up,
0: Mark. Are you taking a nap again? <laughs> I'm um, trying not to. Okay, so. A few months back, like maybe October or November of last year before this whole thing really got like serious. Um, so first, if you don't know, I mean, obviously I'm in Leather Duchess, because this is a Leather Duchess <laughs> video chat thing. It'd be Cold weird Mo- if you weren't. Yeah, Cold like... Moves with Leather Duchess. <laughs> hey, I'm going to quit the band one day, but we're still going to do this every week after I quit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Cold one. Mo- you know what's going to be titled? It's going to be Cold Ones with Leather Duchess and Jake Wolf, formerly...
1: Of Leather Duchess?
0: <laughs> yeah. Or formerly
1: formerly of Cold Ones with Leather Duchess.
0: How did they title that? Like Sebastian Bach, formerly...
1: of Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, former Voice of Skid Row. Yeah.
0: So it'll, it'll be Cold Ones with Leather Duchess with Jake Wolf, former drummer of Leather Duchess is what, <laughs> what it's going to be called.
1: <laughs> but, but anyway... But, but you got to put Leather Duchess huge names... And
0: yeah, then yeah. It's bigger and than them. my name for sure, because yeah. I got to advertise the band <laughs> bigger than me. But um, so yeah, obviously I'm, I'm in Leather Duchess, but I'm also to actually make the monies, because you know tribute bands are the only thing that does it now, and at least in California, um, I play in, in a motley tribute band, and so way back in like I don't remember how far it was. Maybe it was like mid last year, we booked this show to play uh, Casino Arizona in Scottsdale, Arizona, with 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 Motley Crude is the name of the band. It's Motley Crude with a D at the end, and uh, we're gonna play this weekend. We're supposed to play tonight, which is June fifth, Friday night, and then tomorrow. It's it's usually a two day thing, so we play Friday and Saturday night at Casino Arizona, and then in like October, I think it was, uh, Jason McMaster hit us up and they're, they're trying to book a show at come and take it live in Austin to play, uh, to pretty much to open for dangerous toys, uh, in their Austin show. And it was the their exact hometown same day. by the way. Yeah. Which they always sell out cause they're from Austin and you know, they're great band hometown in, heroes in opinion, at least. But, um, it was the same date. So it was supposed to be June 6th, which is tomorrow, which I was supposed to be in Arizona, which we booked ahead of time when we had contract signed and stuff. So I was in a bit of a conundrum, obviously. And it was kind of a tough situation cuz I really wanted to do it, and we all love dangerous toys. But we ended up hitting up our buddy uh uh Billiam. Billiam. Billy, Billy from uh from Electric Hound, the drummer. And he was supposed to fill in for me, and they were gonna fly out. Well, actually, so originally the plan was they were uh, we were gonna pay for his ticket, and they were gonna fl- he was gonna fly out with the rest of the band and play the show this weekend. And but Electric Hound being the entrepreneurs and and the motivational band that oh, they yeah. are, we're like, well, dude if one of us might is going to well. be in Texas that day, we might as well make a thing out of it. So they're like, Dude, that was so cool. Yeah. They're like, you know what? Don't even worry about the ticket. We're, we're just going to plan a mini tour. around <laughs> it. And they're like literally talking about bringing the whole band out there and like playing Dude. shows from like Thursday to Monday. And yeah. then just having that I be one like, of the shows. Oh, and I was like, God. that's really cool. Like, yeah, that that's freaking cool. Like, I wish, I wish our band was, had the uh um, (laughs) as as open yeah like i i just wish we had the availability to do that or just just even even the balls to do that because it's yeah it's especially not that it was like last second but it's still kind of short notice in a way you know usually planning a a trip like that you want some time but like yeah um but it was cool because he was just immediately just like heck yeah man we'll do it and then they were just all on board to just go together and do this whole thing yeah
1: I remember that I was like, Man, I don't know, that's a huge favor, like going halfway across the country, yeah. like uh, I mean, but we have to ask him, so let's let's try it, and you know, so we're kind of in our minds like, ah, I don't know, like they always help us when they can and all this stuff, but this is a whole nother level of favor, and so, but then when his immediate response was like, oh yeah,
0: yeah, oh.
1: Because, it was right. definitely,
0: it was definitely a conversation. Because I'm, um, by the way, Marco. I just want to mention that this is done.
1: Oh, okay, no, 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 no. And this um, is going back to the
0: thing. No, <laughs> back to the the competitive drinking. Um. Yeah, because I mean, I I talked to the dudes in in Motley Crude and, and was trying to see if we could, if we could change that date because, this this is probably going to be the biggest show that leather duchess has ever played yeah i mean other than the spring meltdown festival hell yeah <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> though i don't know see we're I...
1: like uh how i met your mother callback yeah that's see, what, that's see, where you have to say that would... and then we have
0: to go and then we have to play like a video clip that's why we need that video clip of you going f you f you exactly but um, no, this is probably going to be like the biggest show we've ever played. And it's one of, as a band, it's one of our biggest inspirations for like half of the writing in this band, basically. Yeah. And so it definitely, it did suck at the time to be like that I couldn't be there. but.
1: And I secretly hated you and I'm not supposed to secretly hate you. Everyone hated me.
0: <laughs> I mean, I hated me. It was like, I, I couldn't really get out of what, what I was in, what the, and that's show. why I couldn't, that's why I couldn't
1: out loud hate you because I already knew you hated you. And I was like, that's too much hate. And <laughs> it,
0: it really sucked. Cause like a big thing with like, especially that I was in leather Duchess before this band that before the Motley band. But yeah. first of all, it sucked having to put a tribute band first for me. Cause
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I am yeah. kind of getting a little bit older now and, but just like, you know, tributes were always kind of just like it, it's kind of like a backup thing. And like, I mean, to me, it's kind of like a sad giving up point, mm-hmm. which I, I think I'm kind of bad at now. It's like, well, I need to make money somehow. So here we go. But, but it was just like I I was in Leather Duchess first. And it's like that's kind of an unspoken rule where it's like if you're, you're going to join any Original. other bands they come second to this band, which I definitely Uh agree with. It just, which is cool
1: that we all, yeah, it just sucked
0: because it was like, we booked the Arizona thing, like way before the dangerous toys thing came up. And it's, it kind of sucked because it was like, there wasn't really a discussion about like dates and who's available. It was just kind of like, okay, this is the day we're playing. And it was like, that's like the one day. (laughs) I will, I will defend you on this side though. Um, I forgot. No, don't forget. Please do defend me. <laughs> <I didn't laughs> help. Oh my God. I actually forgot. Okay. We'll try to think about it and I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. I did, I did message them separately and I, I tried to, um, I was just talking about like, is there something like, is, are we locked into this date? Are we able to change it? What can we do? Cause I was like, I there's this thing and it's, it's kind of important and like, I really want to be there for it. And, um, I've I talked about like it getting fill ins and stuff. But the thing is too, it's like you have to you have to think about when you're in a tribute band, it's a little bit different than being in an original band and the fact that there's a hundred or more drummers out there that could that could play Motley Crue songs and it's like if I'm gonna bail on them and, and kind of screw them over at this point <laughs> I can see you really thinking. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe at the end you'll remember. But it was just like, if I'm going to screw them at this point, it's going to look really bad. Because I'm also the newest member in, in this tribute band. Like the other guys have been there for a while. But um, it was just a tough thing. It was like, I could either go to this show and probably lose my job in this band, or uh, I could just unfortunately not do it, but we'll get somebody that we trust and... It was really cool that there, he was just, like, really willing and excited to do it. But, thankfully... Oh! Go ahead. I'm, okay, well, let me finish my statement. Don't forget. I'm going to finish my statement real quick, and then you're going to go. Forget. Thankfully, um... I forgot. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Don't lie to me. Um, if there's one positive out of all the unfortunate things that have happened in the past few months... One positive for me Scott. is that we got to reschedule the show and I could actually go to it. We well first of all we had to reschedule the Arizona thing and that one's happening I think in November now. So I'm going to still go to that, but we also got to reschedule the Dangerous Toys thing, which like I said, I already forgot the date, but I think September 29, yeah, 26. September 26, Saturday. Um I'm going to both. So I'm excited about that. And I'm we thank Billy very much for uh, for being willing that like that willing and, and wanting to do it, but uh, yeah, we, we don't need him anymore at this time. I'm sure we'll hit him up again in the future for something. But uh, yeah, no, that was that, that was, was really super cool helpful. and it would still be cool if they if they want to come down, which you know I think they actually maybe mentioned still wanting to do, but because that would be so because cool. they are Dangerous I would, Toys fans as well.
1: Hey, I would take some days off. To uh, go see them play, you
0: okay. know,
1: like out there. That would be super cool.
0: Yeah. Larry's asked me if I want to go skydiving. I'm going to have to say hell no. Yes. I am so yes. scared. I am afraid of heights, but Mark would be more than willing to go you skydiving you. know, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about
1: how nobody wants to go skydiving with me.
0: You've gone skydiving before, right?
1: Yes, I have. Yeah.
0: Mark would definitely go skydiving with you. I would not. I am definitely afraid of heights. I am too.
1: Like I don't know about deathly afraid, but like I no, think I, technically I'm, I'm afraid. I'm talking.
0: even afraid to go like I get nervous on Ferris wheels. Unless <laughs> <laughs> unless like the only type of Ferris wheel I'm okay with is the ones that are like enclosed. Those like big ones. One. But it like the ones where you're just in a seat and it's just like there's no covering and you could just see like even even like the small ones, like kind of, I, I, even...
1: Even though we didn't do it, didn't I have to kind of sell you on that uh, Ferris wheel at Vegas? I was like, dude, it's a whole bar. Like you're fine. You don't see anything. Like you're you're in a bar-sized ball on the Ferris wheel. Um,
0: I wouldn't say you had to sell me on it, but you did have to mention that, yes, because that it wasn't just a normal yeah. Because yeah, there is that Ferris wheel in Vegas, which is like, uh, it's like a really big thing or whatever. Each, see, each, if, if you just, if you just tell me, cause I think originally, originally you just said like something about like this big Ferris wheel in Vegas and like, Hey, want to go on this Ferris wheel with me? And I'm like, um, no, I'll pass. But then once you mentioned there's like a bar inside and it's enclosed and I'm like, I don't care. That's fine. I can do that. Yeah. It's like
1: a building moving. It's like yeah. you're in a bar that moves. So I remembered, uh, but there were two thoughts, but I can only hold one thought at a time. So I lost mm-hmm. the other one. Um, uh, but that's okay. This is the main one. Uh, I think there's something seriously wrong with me. But uh, so m- the way that I can defend you on this, not so much defend you, but I'll give you credit, is that uh, the reason, or one of the reasons that the tribute show was so important that you needed to do that instead of the Dangerous Toy Show oh, is because... yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a few weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, it's only a few weeks After, so we do the dangerous toy show june tomorrow june tomorrow and uh that's all cool but that's a weekend fly out gig that you fly out play it come back yeah and go back to work so um that was fine but then like literally two three weeks after that we head out on our would have been no not after not after
0: before, was it before? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was May. May, May, May. It was going to be. Yeah. A, it was going to be like a, a loan
1: situation, is what it was. Yeah, yeah. So it was we we do the Texas tour, and then literally like a week after we get back to California from the Texas tour, we fly out to Texas again. Yeah. For uh for a flyout date, and then come back. So you really were depending on the money from that show, which was way before any of that. You know, like you were depending on that money to pay for the tour. Yeah. And at the time the tour was on full force. Yeah. Like it's happening. Yeah. I'll, you know?
0: I'll, I'll explain. Cause I think you're getting a little mixed up with the dates. But I am. I do basically because, okay. So because the Arizona show was after the Texas tour, but it was going to be like a, like I was going to basically take a loan from my wife <laughs> To pay for the Texas tour. She charges interest too. So you got to be quick because, okay. So the Texas tour was supposed to be the week of Memorial day weekend, which was, was last weekend. And either last weekend or two weeks ago, whenever that, I think two weeks ago. ago. And then this weekend was supposed to be the dangerous toys slash, uh, Arizona show. So basically two weeks ago, my wife was going to loan me like $1,500 or whatever it is to pay for like just the week of, of, hotels and food and whatever like, whatever else we have to pay i mean i think some of it we would have gotten back from playing it but you know you know just the extra expenses and stuff and renting the van and all that so she was going to loan me some money and then this weekend was supposed to be i played the shows get the money and then pay her back <laughs> is what it was so that's true i did forget about that and i'm glad you brought that up yeah that that was another big point was the, to do the, a Leather
1: duchess. Yeah, the, the Arizona
0: did. show was to pay for My Way. Which
1: was the bigger deal for us. Even though, not bigger deal as far as like um, what's important to us as a fan or whatever. Obviously, the Dangerous Toy Show would have more people. It's a bigger thing for us.
2: Yeah. But as
1: far as like an actual thing for us to do as a band to finally get out of our system, this was supposed to be the thing that we did. Yeah, because we were gonna
0: do we were gonna do what like five shows in seven days or something like that. No,
1: it was five shows in five days in
0: five cities. Was it? I thought there was like a day off. Nope. Well, didn't we have one drive day like there at least
1: before the tour starts?
0: Oh no, we were supposed to play. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So the way it went was, we loaded up after work on like a Wednesday night. We start driving. Uh, get to our first city on Thursday. Take a nap during the day, which is El Paso. So it's El Paso show. Go to the next city. It was like uh, I don't know Dallas. The next night was Austin. The next night was Houston. The next night was uh, San, San Antonio. Antonio. Yeah. Like yeah,
0: yeah. So, so five so the, shows, five days. The situation case uh you're not familiar with my situation is on for the full-time gig i'm a stay-at-home dad which i don't make money doing that so so well you know here and there i I pawn (laughs) off my kid every once in a while yeah Uh, no i'm I'm a full-time dad and then so basically the tribute band is my only source of income right now so yeah, like you're saying, so we had this whole thing planned. Like we were going to rent a van. We, we even like, we, we had a whole meeting about who's going to drive what days, how long you're going to drive, where we're going, how much everything's going to cost, gas rental fees. Luca, Luca made a whole no, uh, Luke, spreadsheet Luke has freaking been excited about Excel. So he's been excelling everything. And, and I love that thing. I
1: had my boss printed out for me. He
0: emailed. I, yeah. He emailed us with like comments and stuff about, I forgot what he said, but he he emailed some funny comments and stuff. But yeah, so this, this Arizona thing was supposed to pay for the Texas tour, basically, and um, the whole thing was was just a horrible situation. But um,
1: so any of the Texas friends listening, by any chance, um, I haven't really texted anybody that I was saying we were going to be there. You haven't I haven't really texted them anybody. To say texted them to say that it's canceled, but if you're watching this, it's cancelled.
0: Because it happened last week. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um notoriety was Yeah, I mean
0: the world completely fell apart, but it kind of helped out Leather Duchess a little bit. So I hope so. Well we'll see. Like um You know people are talking about looking for positives in the in the crappy world right now. There's one positive for us personally. Is uh, everything well Okay, so so leading into that, I'm a little curious about this. This is something I was concerned about even when we booked the show. Because, okay, so originally when people were talking about like reopening venues and reopening everything, um, everything's supposed to be like 25% capacity, right? And I even saw the, this article about, I forgot who it was. It was a country artist. I don't know if he was famous or just like someone that is playing theaters or who it was but somebody played in a theater it was a country artist and there's a photographer there that flew here from like new york so i imagine he's somebody somewhat famous and they were taking uh, taking pictures because it was one of the first live live concerts since this whole thing started and they wanted to document excuse me they wanted to document everything so but it was 25% capacity so it was in a theater but like it was just really weird because you could see the pictures and there wasn't that many people there. I think the capacity originally is like a thousand and then 25% of that would be like 250 people. But like you could see the floor and they have like, like tape marks and they have, but it was like tables and chairs separated by like, obviously if you're there with, with friends and stuff like you could stay in your group with like two or three people but it was like there'd be three people in one spot and then like over here would be three people, over here would be three people. And then even like in the rows, because you know, theaters are mostly seating aside from the very front. And it was just very spread out and it looked like very little people. And That's not good. Nah. Like I, I can't imagine that being a fun live experience. And so that was one concern I had with with the um, Rebooking the, the Dangerous Toy Show is because like you said, they're from Austin and they're like kind of local hometown heroes. And usually when they play Austin, they sell out. But I'm yeah. wondering if September is too close to the reopening Why are, dates, where mm. is is it going to be 25% capacity or, or what do you from, think? No, 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 no.
1: No, because I think they're already past that like as of right now. And I could be wrong, but I, I think that they're already talking about bumping up to like 75% or something. It's, it's pretty much on the, on that road back to, to normal, at least out there. Uh, Yeah. I mean,
0: Texas is definitely moving, moving forward faster than California is for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, which whatever, like we, we live here and we play most of our shows out here, but like, Honestly, I'm more concerned about our out-of-state shows for this year.
0: Yeah, me too, for sure. Yeah. But so that that kind of leads to my next question. Is so, there was an article released, I think today, that was saying uh, for California, they're going to start opening stuff next week, including venues and bars and and whatever, everything else, and in, in concert events and stuff. So, I'm wondering, what do you think that's going to be like? Because I feel like because people have been reprived for a few months of going to stuff, a lot of people are, are itching to go to events and, and venues and, and see live bands and all that. But I'm wondering, cause we're, when it opens next week, it's going to be 25% capacity in California. And I'm wondering, cause even today we were talking about maybe, uh, like dusting off the amps. And- yeah. Starting to, <laughs> starting to work on stuff and, and, uh, think about playing shows again. Um what do you think that's going to be like because before this all happened we didn't always have the biggest crowd. Uh-huh. So I don't know if the 25% thing's necessarily going <laughs> to affect us too much, but do you think maybe maybe would it affect us in some way or would it even help in some way because before it was harder to get people out to shows, maybe are people willing to come out n- more now to shows? And maybe would we be able to get a bigger fan base?
1: Um, okay, yeah. So personally, I think, and I might, you know, I might not. I might sound like, you know, not that bright here, but I think that people are going to be trying to get out more uh, because, yeah. At first, I thought <clears throat> I was kind of with you on how before we had talked about like, well, people might be a little worried to go out. People might be a little scared to go out. But you kind of see what's going on right now with like, you know,
0: the protests and the riots and all that.
1: Protests and everything going crazy. Yeah, it doesn't seem
0: like anybody cares right now.
1: I, I, I don't mean, think people are. I mean, yeah, you, you want to be careful and take, yeah. you know,
0: take but, precautions yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, I. But I, I just want to mention, like, understandably, like people are are protesting for a a, a cause and a reason. Like, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming anybody for that. Yeah, Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, but going on, on the side of, of, of gathering together, it doesn't look like anybody's really concerned with that right now.
1: Honestly, I think the whole, uh, I think people are just kind of tired of it because especially once a few weeks ago, they announced, what was it? They announced that it's the stay at home order is extending till August. And as soon as they said that I could just, I could just see it on everybody It's just like, okay, no.
0: Yeah. And you no. know what? That that's kind of what I've been thinking why um I mean cuz not I don't want to get like too political and serious about anything but yeah. you, you know about the whole the whole Black Lives Matter thing's <clears throat> happening right now. Yeah. And see my initial thought was why which I asked you when you came over cuz I I saw some. I'm not a huge like. I don't go on social media that much. I don't see too much Facebook and Instagram and all that. But I I heard about the George Lynch thing, and I didn't know who he was exactly. But um, Dawkins guitar player. No, wait. What's the guy's name? George Floyd. Sorry.
1: George Lynch. (laughs)
0: Wrong guy. (laughs) That's what that's what a steel reserve does to you. Told you this is bad choice. (laughs) (laughs) George Floyd. I heard about the whole George Floyd thing and, but I didn't know like who he was or exactly like, I didn't know. So I asked you when you came over, I was like, I was like, what is there like a specific reason that people are now
1: more so? Yeah. Like,
0: like, is there a specific reason that this is the set off why people are like protesting and rioting and this and that. And apparently not really. I mean, I think at this point it's just people have had enough and Mm -hmm. I, So after I I was just thinking, like, I think part of the reason is just people have been so cooped up and like on lockdown for so long that they've just been kind of been driven to the point of insanity that now they're seeing, which I think is why it's worse than it is. Like, obviously, the the protest, the the, um, peaceful protests are fine and and like, oh, like. Mm The people trying to yeah, yeah. actually say something, but I think that's why the the riots and the the and it, like burning of, yeah. stuff and breaking just into stores all uh, that frustration. I feel like personally that's why that's so out of control is because people have just been cooped up for so long that now it's just like they're looking for any reason to go out and it's just driven them crazy that they're
1: yeah. Well, if you think about it, California's been uh, which. I'm not a hundred percent sure because I know for a while, New York was like the biggest lockdown. Like they, they were super, super strict, but I think now we've kind of passed them on the strictness. Uh, And so I think people, yeah, I think people are freaking out. Like, like, okay, this, you're just extending this to August. No. Okay. Now like, we're all cool with playing the game, doing our part and helping out and stuff. Like, well, I'll stay home, you know, I'm going to stay home or whatever. But then after a while, it's like, okay, now we're kind of pushing it a little bit. What are, you know? We can't stay like this forever. And not to get too into that, but yeah. So I think it's that. And, and with the venues and the concerts and stuff like that, I think now that they're opening things, I personally am on the side that I think people are going to be more supportive of live music and may, maybe not so much supportive of live music, but just so happen to be <laughs> more yeah. out there.
0: I definitely think people are going to, even if they're not necessarily there for the live music, I think it's going to be, I think you're going to see a lot more of the rainbow situation, which Me for too. us, it, it's basically every time we play the rainbow, because there's always a lot of something, people at the rainbow, right? And it's like, they're either in the it, outside yeah. bar or they're at the restaurant or they're uh, up, wherever they are. But we always go to the rainbow whenever we play there, we go there and, there might be a band playing or whatever's going on and it doesn't look like there's too many people about the damn time. I'm already halfway done playing. My... <laughs> I'll um, be right back. Okay. So, so we're always playing at the rainbow and, uh, if you've never been there before, the rainbow in Hollywood, they have an outside bar downstairs and then they have the restaurant inside and then they have an upstairs area where they have a bar and then kind of like a dance floor section where they have the actual bands playing and, um, what happens to us a lot when we play there is we'll go there and we're kind of looking at the area and the crowd and stuff like that and seeing who's playing and a lot of times it looks like the crowds there's not really a crowd even there might be a lot of people at the rainbow but there's not really a crowd but it seems like when we start like we'll watch a band they'll get off we'll start setting our stuff up and then. Um, Like as soon as we start playing, all of a sudden the crowd just comes out of nowhere and starts watching us play. And I don't know if they're if it's just people that we invited or if it's people that heard us from outside and decided to come in or if we just play at the right time or what it is. But it always seems like people just come out of nowhere and and because sometimes we'll see bands playing in, in the upstairs area and there's not that many people and there's a lot of people downstairs or outside smoking or whatever, but. It seems like uh, very often when, when we start playing, a lot of people just kind of show up from nowhere, and the whole entire upstairs is just like filled with people. What I miss. So I'm talking about the rainbow shows, how people come out of nowhere when we play. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm saying, I think maybe that's what it's going to seem like now, is like, but just not at the rainbow all the time, but other venues as well, is like, because people are just itching it to, so to be out there. somewhere. Yeah, maybe they're not necessarily there to see bands play, but they're just going to happen yeah. to be at a place we're playing and because people just want to go out now. They want to go to bars or, or if they do want to see live bands. And once we start playing, just all of a sudden this crowd just comes out of nowhere and is just watching us play. But so I I definitely do think that's going to happen for a little bit, but I'm also wondering how long do you think that's going to last? Probably not long. Because I, I feel like just knowing the way people work is it's going to, Happen for a little while, but then they're not going to be that excited. It's just going to go back to normal, and just like no one's going to care anymore after a certain point.
1: Well, it's just like New Year's resolutions. (laughs) It's like (laughs) it's like well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna really get in shape this year.
0: You go to the gym two three times. All right. Yeah, you go you go. Well, at first you're serious about it, and you go to the gym like two to three times a week for like a month or two. Yeah. And then it's like, all right, well, I'm kind of busy, I'm kind of tired today. And then you, you slow down and then yeah. you're like, once a week for a month. And then you start going like once a month. And then it's like, eh, you know, I'll you work know, it at home.
1: You know, the, uh, the world actually, uh, uh, New Year's resolution to me because, uh, I was doing really good. You know, speaking of gym, I went to the gym like, uh, every other day, you
0: oh, yeah, know? didn't you buy the annual,
1: Oh yeah, dude! I got like, and and I stuck with it. I I was really sticking with it, doing very were very going? good. Were you
0: were going to to Gold's gym, or what would you say? You no, no, it's just it was just this one around like Cause up here in. Did you say like they 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 <laughs> convinced you to buy like the Gold Premium Pass or whatever they had? They wouldn't they wouldn't stop talking. So I was like, yeah, okay,
1: sure, sure, <laughs> whatever, whatever, dude, sure. Just take and my so,
0: money. Just shut take up. Take my money, so you shut up. I don't care.
1: <laughs> yeah like whatever you got to do dude Uh, you know like I know you're getting your promotion pay out of this like I don't care go for it and uh, so dude I was doing really good and then all of a sudden a uh, global virus that shut down the whole world that kind (laughs) of doesn't make sense Ah, stupid steel reserve Um, you get it so the world shut down like okay well alright this is not my
0: fault right not my fault (laughs) So you you were looking for a reason to stop going to the gym? <laughs> You're like, hey, my hands are clean. I tried. Hey, I hey but best. I didn't. I didn't stop, but they stopped for me. Oh man! All right. So last subject, because we've actually, believe it or not, been going for two hours and twelve minutes. Really? Yeah, oh, cool. Is, I was. This is almost yeah, one. So... Of, this is almost one of our longest ones. Wow. I think last week weird. was the longest. I think last week we went two and a half hours.
1: That's so weird because like, I figured this would be the shortest one just because – Because well, we didn't
0: really have subjects. <laughs> and I just woke up. But soon made it work. <laughs> so so last thing I want I to talk about then is uh, – Well, first I have to ask you because – So Steel Panther, they're doing um, a, a live – Concert
1: to save the earth or yeah, whatever. They're, they're
0: doing a live stream concert to save the planet or save the earth it. on Sunday. Um, which you're planning to come over to. We're gonna barbecue and, and watch that. So first I need to ask you, have you bought that the ticket or do you want or am buying the ticket or, or <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't really think that far ahead. I mean one of us. I, has, well, the
1: cool the cool thing is we only need one ticket.
0: That is true. Although we're kind of being assholes because it's supposed to be That's true. donating to That's a true. cause. That's true. Should we, we both, both buy, buy a tickets? ticket just just to to support I'm the because I'm okay college. with that. You want to do that? I mean it's only fifteen dollars. Yeah, you wanna do that? Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. That's yeah. So okay. So um this Sunday, what's the date today? Today's uh June fifth. So June seventh, this Sunday, June seventh, twenty twenty. Steel Panthers holding a live uh fully they they posted a story today talking about oh yeah they're they're saying like they're excited about it because they're like it's not going to just be like us in someone's basement with like an iphone and obviously they're kind of joking about it in a steel panther way but they're they're saying the the essential message is it's not going to be us in in the basement with someone's iphone they're saying it's going to be like a full stage show with lighting there's going to be like 11 cameras there different angles it's going to be like a full-on stage show and if you watch it live you could uh send pictures and you could you send pictures of yourself or comments and they'll re uh talk with the audience and stuff. So it seems like a really cool event. But so we're gonna be grilling and watching Steel Panther live. It starts at two o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. I feel like I'm advertising it as if we're doing it.
1: <laughs> hey maybe we'll uh maybe we'll drop in the Instagram live a little here and there. We should. That would be cool.
0: But yeah, yeah we're we're definitely gonna be there um on not there live, but we'll be there, no, we're rigging the lights up oh yeah we're we're gonna be filming no we'll <laughs> we'll be there uh virtually on on yeah. wherever they're streaming, I don't know where it is, but yeah. it's fifteen dollars and it's it's I don't know exactly where it's the money's going to, but it's donating to a good cause, uh, but they're calling the concert to save the planet, um so you haven't bought the ticket yet, is that what you're saying that is what I'm saying, all right, cool. So, yeah, but <laughs> I think we should both buy it just to support, you know. Yeah, I think so. Um, but anyway, right. so my question is, I think it's really cool they're doing that, first of all. But my question is, do you – because I feel like it's kind of late in the game. To, yeah. Because now it's at the I point where, like, stuff's to. actually starting to open up and there's I actually going to be today. live events. So, like, when they first, yeah. when they first uh, started advertising it, I was like – because I think they started advertising it, like, the beginning of last month. The beginning of May and I was like they're gonna do it all the way in June like yeah because people at the time they're saying stuff's gonna start opening in July which now it's gonna be a little earlier but I was just thinking like that seems a little bit late so for the
1: whole yeah yeah um and that kind of reminds me of like what I was kind of thinking earlier was like you know we've of course like some of the other bands talked about like doing a live stream or whatever but I think we're just now getting every uh, the the country not us, but like just getting to the point where it's kind of starting to become acceptable to do stuff with yes. other people so like so now I feel like now it's kind of cool to do stuff like that, but at the same time, like you said, we're already coming out of it yeah. we're already starting to look at live events because we've talked about it even at the beginning we were like well do we we do we do one of those is it are we going to get kind of backlash for doing it um uh, you know like so maybe it was too early then then the next month was the same as that month well, then the next month was the same as that one
0: well cuz we we talked about doing it before and we actually did one near the beginning of this with just me and you when we were just that was be, yeah we, we did the, but that the, was
1: before it got
0: serious like yeah, it was I, I, th- I think that was still like around the beginning but we did the the i think we called it booze booze jam 2020 or something, blues blues or something like but, that we just yeah. we mostly just played like cover songs and we played a couple of our songs yeah. and stuff but okay so this is something i wanted to talk about because i saw a post it was a few months ago like during the the peak of this thing when like no one was going anywhere and i saw yeah. a post that someone put which kind of upset me a little bit which usually posts don't upset me i just kind of <laughs> yeah. scroll past him but somebody posted something about um because there, there's been a lot of of edm live streams and like rave like dj like you know edm yeah. music or whatever and stuff like that and they've been doing a lot of like live stream festivals and all that and someone posted something about like this is why the edm community is the best because throughout this hard time, like we're sticking together and and keeping the music going and doing the live stuff and whatever. And it's cool. And it's true that they're doing that and it's cool. And you know, it's not my type of music, but that's cool that they're still doing that stuff. But the thing for me is like, they have to understand there's a reason for that, which first of all, to do that type of music, all you need is a computer. One person. You need one computer and that's it. Like, yeah, If, because if, obviously there's other there's rock music, rock artists and, and pop artists and every other type of music you can think of that. has. But you, but, but you rely on each other because watch. Let, let me show you how easy this is right now. I'm I actually going to put on, <laughs> I'm gonna put on your face just to show you. You had you had this plan, didn't you? I, I kind of thought about it. Yeah, I did have a plan. Watch yeah, I, I know you. Look, here we go. We're going to do a EDM right here. Let me play this song. This is all you have to do to have an EDM live show. Do this. And that's As not I wake up every morning,
1: I wish the day Things would life. end. Here we go.
0: I knew you were going to do that. The, the is would life. This song kind of sounds like a beat one. But the point, is, the point is literally all you need. I mean, obviously it's going to like pick up and drop a beat and all that good stuff. But like the point is all you need to do that is is a computer. Like I played it in, in 15 seconds and just like started flashing the lights. But you have to understand to get like obviously for us is rock music. But even for like a pop artist or a country, any, any other type of artist that has more than just a computer with music. It's like you need. First of all, you need people in the same room. But not only that, with with EDM and and like house type trap music, whatever all the genres you want to call it, um you could plug in your computer direct and just live stream it. But f- for any live music, you need amp setups, you need mics, you need mixers, you need it's a whole entire thing. And so, for during this time to get all this stuff together and try to get all these people together just to live stream it, unless you're just like streaming through your cell phone, to actually make it sound good, it's such a task and it's very hard to do when people are trying to stay safe, especially because we talked about trying to do something like that with, with us all at home separately. Oh yeah, yeah. And having a live leather duchess show, but first of all, you don't even have a computer, like dude. I don't know. We're how doing this through your it. cell phone, so you don't know what the hell you're doing. Luca know how has a to computer, but he doesn't know how to do this stuff either. Dude, and you call me and I hit answer. That's like, I I know step. how to do it. Cause I have this whole, I have a mixer here and I got my drums and I got speak. I, I have the whole setup, but like Tyler doesn't know how, but his would be easy. Cause it's just a mic, but like, you don't know what you're doing. Luca doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and <laughs> it's just like, it's very, it's a very complicated thing to try to get everybody like together and not not only that but there's also going to be the the stream the the webcam delay so even if we try to play together it's probably still not going to be quite on time so trying to get like excuse me trying to get like four to five people from different locations with a good sound a good setup where we could all hear each other and we could all stream it on time without it being like off sync is just like such a ridiculous task yeah, which I think is part of the reason why only my EDM and, and <laughs> music is the only one that's been doing that stuff, because like I just showed you, it takes like but 10 just, seconds to set up yeah. a, a setup, which obviously it's a little bit different than just pressing play on a song, because sometimes they actually I mean, I think half the time they're faking it. But I know there are people that do like actually mix and like turn knobs and stuff. But even then, it's like it's all plugged into one computer and it's you could do yeah. it by yourself and it's easy to set up. but. For something like our situation, like we talked about doing it, and we tried to do it before, just even just me and you, like this. But remember, like your amp sound wasn't coming through at all. Yeah. And, and we were like delayed, and it just sounded horrible. So we're like, never mind. So I do think it's cool that Steel Panthers trying that. But yeah. I mean, obviously they're all going to be in person with each other. But see, yeah. even now it's it's a little safer to do that. But um, like I said, we, we mentioned at the beginning, like I'm wondering if it's even kind of late in the game to do it now though
1: yeah because go ahead same with i was gonna say same with like uh there's this comedian uh bert kreischer i don't know if you've heard of him he's really really funny but um he's uh he's gonna start next month a tour like he's actually gonna start a tour which is cool but it's all drive-in movie theaters which is super creative and it's cool but don't you think by July, like there are, you know, yeah. like,
0: and you know, that, that came from Europe actually. Cause for a while, I think it was from Europe Um, for, I think over a month now, Europe has been doing live concerts at drive in theaters. Yeah. I think they started that. There's even been, um, so he's religion- going to be
1: halfway. He's going to be halfway through his tour and then you're going to be able to be in theaters.
0: Yeah. It's like, Oh crap. There's been there's yeah I think that started in Europe with with live bands because they wanted to keep going, and so they did the the driving thing, which is I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah I know That's hey which I can don't do think it, do it. America ever implemented, but they did do I know they did do uh, some religious gatherings that way, um. But I think that was the extent of it, but yeah. um. One thing I do think that I think I called very early ahead of time or maybe not called, but I thought should have happened. Um, I don't know if you saw that Molly posted recently that they're postponing their tour to 2021. Yeah. Which I think what they're doing, which I said they should have done is when this whole thing happened, because Tommy was trying to say the whole time, like hopefully this is over and we could keep the dates and we will just keep going and whatever. But I was saying they should just cancel the whole thing take all the dates and try to keep it as close as they possibly can for 2021 and redo it. And it, I think that's what they're going to do. It looks like because they basically, Oh, that'll be 2021. What's because the that's... tour was supposed to start, I think in Ju- June. June or July. Or, yeah. June, 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 But they posted a thing like last week or two weeks ago that said um they're they're postponing the tour. Dates haven't been announced yet, but they're postponing it to 2021, summer 2021, that's which is basically June. That's their anniversary. Oh yeah. 1981, 2021. There you go. I
1: thought. Well, I thought that's where you're getting
0: at. Well, no, I was, I was just going to say, cause, cause when this whole thing started, cause we were talking, I think it was like the first episode, the first cold ones with other Dutchess. We were talking about, uh, how, how they have the tour going. And Joan Jett was on there. And I was saying they should get rid of Joan Jett. Yeah. Because what they should do, which I I think this is what I said in the first episode, maybe it was, it was on the Instagram or or before uh, we started like on, on the Skype call before we actually started live. But I said, what they should do is they should just cancel the whole thing and postpone it to 2021 and try to keep the dates as close as possible or whatever they want to do. But because I always said, because right now it's it's Def Leppard, Motley Crue, uh, Poison, and Joan Jett, and I thought it would be cool to have Rat in there. But when yeah. they first when they first booked the whole thing, um, I probably should put me up here while I'm talking. Um, <laughs> when they first booked the whole thing, I said it would be cool to have Rat. Like they just kind of announced Joan Jett out of nowhere, and it was just like. She yeah, it random. And I don't see it fitting. And then they announced that other band. You, it was the singer for the Biters, his like other yeah. band, which is kind of weird. But I was just saying like it would have been cool to have Rat, but Rat kind of didn't have their stuff together yet at the time. But now I think they do. Right. They're kind of like a full band again. Yeah. So I'm saying because I think you even mentioned that Joan Jett said she's not sure if she wants to even do it. Yeah.
1: So she doesn't even care for it.
0: Which is kind of funny because I feel like this is the biggest show she's going to have in <laughs> years. Since, and now yeah. she's the one that's like, I don't know if I want to do this. But you know, yeah. I'm on board for that because I don't think she fits the bill. At I that. don't. Yeah. Like, so I'm saying I, now. Much respect. Like, this, this is a great opportunity yeah. for them to rebook the tour for next year. Try to get the dates as close as possible. Excited that they about get rid of Joan Jett. Bring Rat in there and get rid of the freaking opener. Opener. Because four bands is enough. You don't need five bands. Yeah, dude. That's I don't need that. That's crew fest. Why don't they just call it crew fest? I mean, how great of... That's a really... I mean, I even think Def Leppard doesn't really fit in that. But I like them a lot, so that's fine with me. But I'm saying, like, think about Rat, Poison, and Motley Crue. Like, if you could get... Like, Def Leppard doesn't really fit in that group, I think. But I like them, so I don't mind it. But I'm saying, like, if they could get something else but i mean they're like the co-headliner so whatever that's fine but like at this point they have since they're rescheduling they have to redo the dates it's like you might as well get rid of joan jet if she doesn't want to be there and she's not going to fit just get rat in there because they're getting their stuff together again yeah and that's it's i think it's going to please the fans a lot more too not just me yeah i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe people love I, no Jett, no I,
1: I just i really like i really don't need to see joan jet I just don't.
0: I mean, that's one of those bands, like, because obviously we're gonna go to that show together, right? Yeah. Uh, and Joan Jet, e- even the opening band—I don't even know what they're called—but the Tuck opening band Smith. and Joan Jet is one of those bands where we're just gonna be walking around or screwing around yeah. outside and just like buying beer and and doing nothing, <laughs> trying
1: to sneak to the front. Yeah.
0: So, anyway. um, I guess I could end it for tonight. We've been going two and a half hours. It's eleven thirty. Wow. Um, I had like one or two other topics, believe it or not, in case we didn't have enough to talk about, but <laughs> we'll leave those for another time. All right then. Um, unless anyone has any questions or anything else to say, I guess we're out for tonight. Um, I know you're tired because I woke you up yeah. to start this. Are we doing the uh, Instagram after after gathering? no yeah alright so as usual I ask this every week we, we've never said no but I just ask it because you always look like you're falling asleep But, <laughs> but
1: you gotta um, remember like Friday is always the day where it's like <clears throat> just like everyone else where I'm like the whole week sucked I'm ready for the weekend I'm ready for the weekend and then like <clears throat> you know my route on Friday it's like it's not the worst but it's like it's your home stretch. So you're kind of giving it all you got. (laughs) And then, so then we got to do this thing at eight, which, well, I say eight, you know? Yeah. So like, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, you gotta be, you gotta be on it at eight. You gotta be energized, ready to go. But by like four or five, I'm like, just dozing off. Like, how am I going to get this energy?
0: You get yeah. it by drinking Steel Reserve. Steel right? Reserve. <laughs> Speaking of Steel Reserve, before we sign off, what are we drinking next oh, week? Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
1: <clears throat> hmm.
0: um, My vote is what hams. What about hams? Hams. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we're drinking hams. If you guys want to drink with us next week, we're going to try out some hams. I've never done it gonna before gonna so we're going to do that um, alright so we're signing off for now we're going to have the after hangout at uh, Instagram live at Leather Duchess um, probably five minutes i got to take another bathroom break before we start that but um, unless anyone has any questions or comments if you have anything to say before we go Mark yeah uh, no I don't alright Well, I think that's it uh, my review on Steel Reserve, not bad. At first, it tasted like a, a Steel Jack Daniels. The more <laughs> I drank of it, the better it got. It definitely hit me harder than a single Tall Boy <clears throat> metal Light does. But I didn't mind it too much. Um, uh,
1: it Okay, so my review is uh, started off horrible. Uh, it wasn't the greatest throughout. The finished was great because I knew it was over. And it reminds me of the seventh fail. All
0: right. There you so. go. Um, so thank you everyone for watching. Uh, leave a comment if you'd like. We always look back on the comments before we start the next one. If you have any music that you want to get out there to three or four fans that watch this thing, uh, leave us a link and we'll play it at the intro of our next episode, I guess. And other than that, If you want to continue hanging out with us or ask us questions or have a more casual chat, check us out at Leather Duchess on Instagram. We're going to be there in about five to ten minutes. Uh, Otherwise, we'll catch you next week here at 9 p.m. Thanks for joining us, Cold Ones with Leather Duchess. See you
1: next week. Bye-bye.